Podcast like a motherfucker. Amazon Podcast, episode number 15. So today it's Henry Miller, usual host. I'm here with Christopher. Hello. You always say the same hello. 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 Like the Hyacinth hello. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can tell that you got brought up with British TV. Actually, I did not. No? No. It's, <laughs> more... it's a recent addition. <laughs> I think it actually ran on Danish television when I was younger, but I never did watch it. I do know who Onslaught is. Is that his name? Onslow? No, oh, Onslow. Yeah, yeah, yeah the yeah, guy yeah. the wife beater. Yeah. Who's always, yeah, and then keeping up appearances. Mm. Ah, yeah. old school. Yeah. But you didn't get here, you didn't come here to hear about uh, British TV. You came here to hear about the ninth age. And what are we talking about today, Christopher? What's the main topic of today? The main topic of today is the new paths of magic. And, Not uh, laws, paths. Sorry? Not laws, paths. I said path. Yeah, I'm just cl- clarifying. Yeah, yeah. We 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 preemptively brought uh, four beers to the table because we know we're going to be drinking and we'll say the wrong things. The rest are in the fridge. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we're gonna go through um, our preview of uh, of the path of magic and uh, tell you a little bit about some uh, some uh, some things about them. Yeah. And uh, first, first up, I think we just go news and rumors. So obviously, the big news is. The sky is falling, <laughs> and and stuff's happening. The new rules are coming on Tuesday, the twenty fifth of October. Yeah, we we had a we've had a sneak peek of them, and we're doing we're going to do an army book review on Sunday, which should be out hopefully Monday, Tuesday, for the, the all the elf books, and there's some changes coming. That's that's what we'll say. Um, what are the news and rumors are there? Um, I'm going to England on November. We said that last episode, but I have no idea what's going to happen now with the with the army. I don't know what I'm playing. I haven't painted anything. Oh, and Christopher, you've been doing some painting, so let's have a hobby section. What's happened in the hobby? Um, so a while back we talked about. I think it was episode nine or something. We talked about my Assassin's Creed slash Angel project, and I've yeah. been uh, I've been working on that. Yeah, uh, really good actually. I have uh, got the airbrush out. Got the airbrush out. Painted my level four on a Pegasus, or uh, well, that's what I'm gonna play it as, which is uh, an Angel of Sorrow from Raging Heroes. I think we'll either link my Instagram profile in the in the podcast description, or or Henry will upload some photos, uh, so you can see what we're talking about. And uh, I've been painting some Tower Guard as well. Uh, I came across a place that sells mosaic workshops and mosaic tiles and very <laughs> random things. Little pieces of stone. Yeah, I brought my two nieces there to for them to do something different. And uh, while I was there, uh, I was actually painting the tower guard while they were doing mosaics. And I noticed that uh, the, the store actually had some, and they were the perfect size. They were 20 millimeter slabs or like small tiles. Yeah. 20 millimeter by 20 millimeter slabs of, um, marble. of marble, of green marble. So uh, I uh, I bought a bunch of those for almost no money, 
and I'm going to use those for uh, like palatial plates, marble bases for my tower guard. Yeah, so look like a inside the palace for yeah. the for the tower guard. Yeah. For the emperor, what do you call it? The po the papal guard yeah. is what it's going to be, right? Yeah, and then I'm so I have to do a little bit of tweaking to uh, to make it look unified with the rest of the army, but I think I think I can manage. Uh, they look really really cool. It's it's it's. I wanted to say initially that it's difficult to work with, but consider the fact that I don't really need to paint them. Uh, which, well, I don't need to paint them at yeah. all, actually. Yeah. I just need to to uh, gloss varnish them, basically. Yeah, they look really good. And uh, and it looks completely painted, and uh, it basically saves you a bunch of time. And it looks, I have to say, it actually looks amazing. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was your idea, Henry, to put them on the on the paper guard. I just brought one home one. Uh, Marvel slab initially, and just to see how it looked, and it looked great. So I went down there and bought a bunch. Yeah, so. I think if if anyone's thinking about doing like a, a marble based oh, yeah. army, oh, or yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. even just a stone based army, oh yeah, go down to your local mosaic shop <laughs> <laughs> if such thing exists. Oh yeah, but I mean, remember that marble comes in many different colors, both white and black and green, and also red yeah. actually, and and it's dirt cheap. I think I paid, I paid. 30 kronas for 100 grams, no, for 80 grams, it's around... 3 pounds, probably yeah. a bit less than... 3 um, pounds for 20 bases. A bit less oh, yeah, than two. today's exchange rate. Hashtag Brexit. Yeah. Um, so maybe 2 pounds worth of, uh, of, and then for 25 bases, right? That would be the... Yeah. No, it's the opposite, isn't it? It's higher. No, oh, higher yes. oh, yeah, so it would be 4 pounds for 25. Yeah. Yeah. Four pounds for twenty-five bases. It's, it's anyway. It's, it's cheaper, cheaper than, than plastic bases. Yeah, and, and it looks. It really does look amazing. Um, it's uh, you have to. I think you have to gloss varnish it because uh, it's a uh, it's a chalk stone. I think you say so. It absorbs a lot of moist moisture. So if you don't gloss varnish it, you don't really actually get the color out of it that that's actually in there. Um, you if you have a piece of marble, try to uh, if it's not if it's raw marble, then you can. Uh, Put some water on it, and you'll see immediately what I mean. Immediately, um, but yeah, yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah, I could easily see uh, highborn elves on white marble bases. Oh, that would be really cool. That, actually, that would be, didn't um, think about that. No, uh, that'd be uh, very cool. I um, mm, could rebase my army. It will, it will look amazing. Yeah. I'm a hundred percent certain. And you can obviously paint on it as well. It's actually. Oh, really... you're giving me ideas now, Christopher. And uh, so I also, so I wanted, uh, I wanted to well, my angels. I wanted the to that to actually like basically what do you say spawn flowers or or how do you say that like uh, have them come out flower of... flowers uh... have them have them well have what, them... what's the new spell called what the way what's the new spell called in uh is it druidism uh yeah druidism summer, summer growth summer, summer growth well yeah same maybe. as before but it's like i wanted them i wanted there to be some flowers on the bases and i wanted them to like sprout from the bases of the angels because mm. it would look really cool i thought yeah it just looked really good and and but i wasn't really content with with buying uh basically flower tufts what uh, from what you might know from um uh, miniature wargaming yeah miniature wargaming sets but they're called battle oh, what are they called it's actually a danish company I have some in the cupboard if i'm going to look if you want oh my god what are they called danish company make tufts battlefield something War paints? What are they called? Oh my god. Army painter. Army painter. There you go. Army painter. Uh, 
or miniature for those of you who are a little bit familiar with how Army Paints actually gets their stuff. They actually repack our miniature products, which is a rail model railway German company that makes a lot of different basing materials. Well, long story short, what I figured <laughs> I would do was actually cut to the chase and then, then actually get some stuff from a model railway company to use the flowers from. And I did a lot of Googling. <laughs> uh, Much Googling was done. It was very hard to find. But I did find some in the end, which are the perfect size. Um, so they're actual plastic flowers that have to be put together and you have to like use a tweezer to, to turn the leaves on the... It's quite excessive. Uh, it is. But and, it does look very good. And then and then I could paint them uh, afterwards. But it looks amazing. Uh, if if even if I do say so much, it looks much better than Tufts. Yeah, we'll we'll put a we'll put a link down to Christopher's Instagram profile, and uh, you can check out his most recent angel conversion models. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my what's what have I been doing in the hobby? Skeletrons. Yeah. Yeah. A yeah. little bit. I've been building more skeletons for the for the Vampire Covenant, and um, yeah, it's an endless horde of halberd skeletons that I've been converting from Empire soldiers. It's actually my fault a little bit. Yeah. I introduced Henry to the concept of the race list, you just go full out necromancers and then make your, your skeleton units 80 mans in no time. Yeah. So you need 40 first, and then you need another 40 when you raise them. Yeah, and originally I'd, I have 20 zombies painted, and 40 skeletons with hand weapon shield, and 35 with halberds. And Christopher's persuaded me to pretty much double. You have to double that. And was, I mean, I have loads of zombies, but they're not painted. Well, but I have to build, I have to build, I have to convert every single one of my zombies and skeletons with green stuff, everything, kit bash. Diving every single one. Yeah, I do it. love it. It's so much fun. <laughs> um, but then, actually, something that's interesting is, as we'll talk about later, is, is if that concept is even viable anymore with the changes to magic. Yeah, I, I'm. We have no idea how this sure. is going to show up, actually. I'll give you an initial, initial preview uh, if I can find the law. Two seconds. Path, fuck. So. Evocation is the law of choice. It's no for... it's no longer valid no longer no longer valid in my mind. No? No. That list is gone. Well that depends on the evocation values. No, because the old list was relying on the altar to give you plus two. Mm-hmm. And then you could cast on a three plus. Right. But now the spell is a six plus. Well if you get a plus five three, plus. then it's the same. Still a three plus. Oh yeah. Okay, it's still valid. <laughs> still valid. If it works, though. We have no idea how this works. So, there are massive changes to magic. Yeah, big changes. Um, everyone should think about this. Like We tried really hard to find an angle on how to approach this, and, and we came up to the conclusion that we should look at this, like the old paths are gone. They're nothing, that, it doesn't exist anymore. Um, the, the old version 1.2 2 is a new version. Yeah. And that's how people should see it. Yeah, you shouldn't, you shouldn't, it, it would be a mistake to do a comparative analysis of the laws as compared to the old ones. Although that would obviously be the starting point for, for many people who would start to analyze this. But we think that it's better to talk about each law and what it does out of context to what it used to do or what it, what, what other laws did, other paths did, fuck, trick, <laughs> other paths did before that. So, um, to start with, I think we're just gonna take you through a little bit of the fluff behind the behind the new the ten new paths. So 
I've just had the basically what I have now is I have the the document the full mono no, was it polychrome uh, edition full color version of the battle paths of paths of magic with very important to add actually stunning artwork yeah really really fantastic artwork is it's really good and there are some talented people working on this absolutely yeah so really great job guys and like the guys who are on the layout team really really nice the guys on the art team very nice i think even rules team yeah well done yeah. this is a it's a fantastic piece of work yeah it is it, it's absolutely on par with OGW uh, army books and rule books and whatnot absolutely yeah so um the way that i understand the fluff behind the magic is where in days of yore there was a, a winds of magic which blew across the land and was temperamental and things like that. Now it's uh, now it's kind of described as a veil. So there's kind of like a, some kind of boundary between this world and the magical world of magic. <laughs> and and uh, the there's kind of like small rifts in the veil that the wizards have the sight or something like the power to control. And these small rifts can can cause big explosions of magic and each each kind of magic is kind of uh, expressed in three different or four different ways. There's like the magic of souls and spirits, and that's the paths of evocation, witchcraft, and shamanism. And that's the this is that encompass the ability to influence the souls of mortal beings, both embodied and discarnate. So that's kind of like magic to influence people. So if you think or influence bodies right so like raising zombies influencing zombies to do your will yeah. or confusing people to think that there's like a a really sexy witch elf in front of them things like that i, I guess i i don't think it's um, as much about the the illusions well like witchcraft is obviously a little bit about illusions but it's more of a i see it as a force of nature thing but in, in a more dark way. Like yeah. shamanism and, and like you have to imagine shamanism in a beasthood context, right? Yeah. And an evocation in a in an evil context and, and also witchcraft, which by itself sounds yeah. evil. So it's this is more of a this is so shamanism is actually a little bit evil, I'd say, in, in this in this yeah, context. Dark, dark, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. It's a bit like otherworldly, dark kinda Yeah, yeah. Like a bit uh, forbidden, yeah. More, more like living on hedge, like hedge wizards kind of thing. Yeah, maybe. yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. And the the third part is matter and energy. So this is like chemistry mixed with natural world hippie stuff. Yeah. So yeah, like, new order. Yeah, energy and matter. Yeah. Boom. So this is a uh, evocate. Uh, not sorry. Uh, alchemy, pyromancy, and druidism. So this is this is like a chemical thing, a fire thing with energy, and then a life kind of uh, healing waters and yeah. spirits of the of the mother earth. In, in 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 many ways, it's it's whereas the the souls and spirits stuff is more like like otherworldly dead energy the, like the 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 matter and energy thing is very this worldly right yeah. it's 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 very clear it's fire it's alchemy 
and it's 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 giving life. It's like growing stuff yeah. and 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 manipulating the elements that are actually in your world around yeah, you. Using this power of the veil, yeah. the, the magic that's seeping through to manipulate what's actually there in the yeah, natural yeah. world. Manipulate fire, manipulate metals, manipulate life, yeah. like like the but stones and yeah. water and that kind of a thing. Yeah, the third one is power and knowledge. So this is kind of um, like using, uh, well, I guess divination, thaumatology, and occultism. So it's it's kind of the opposite of matter and energy. It's like using yeah. power uh, not on the world, not on the earth, to to kind of create the magical energy. Yeah. Um, thaumaturgy. We, none of us really knew what that meant. Yeah. <laughs> I still don't actually. Yeah, and it's, it's we'll get there, but it's something to do with like the power of the gods. It's 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 the the th- I can't pronounce it, but thaumaturgy. Thaumaturgy. Yeah, what it both. basically is, it draws on the energy of people's belief in their respective gods. Yeah. Like so 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 it's actually harnessing the very power of belief. And that can be used, so the belief in gods, which, reading the laws, it seems like there are good gods and there are bad and evil gods. Yeah, we don't know yet, but that's what we can tell. So it's about about manipulating uh, the belief of their believers into so spells. It's, it's kind of like a spiritual, a spiritual law, where the one before is like a... No, because the souls no. and spirits law is the spiritual law. Uh, this is this is more of a. I'm not very good at this. <laughs> Considering I consider myself a fluff gamer, I think I need to read this a bit more. Well, it says power and knowledge for these, which I think is true. It's it's. Well, the divination part is is obviously like drawing upon good forces. I, I read these. Now, occultism is is inherently. It's like blood magic, right? Yeah, yeah, more or less. Or like it, the occult is like still. Uh, Mm. <laughs> we're finding this very difficult to talk about but I also think they are like counter what do you say like they, they like occultism and knowledge are like two maybe a little bit different maybe, I, I guess they've just tried to throw these into three categories to fit the fluff right yeah and the, the final one is the universal truth which is uh, portents and cosmology and so the way that there's a really really nice um, kind of not pentagram but diagram of uh, the, ma- the paths of magic on the in the last page of this book which is i'm just going to scroll down so we can stop and see it no, i saw it before but maybe we can look at it to describe it yeah it's like um the the 10 10 paths with a little symbol with the uh, cosmology in the middle and then the three groups around the outside like a radiation sign yeah almost and, yeah and so it kind of it's quite it's quite a nice way of uh, displaying it i think and it's quite it's quite a cool way of fitting it all in, in my mm-hmm, opinion. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was the that was the little bit of a fluff intro, because obviously it's different to what we've seen before, and I think it's important to to kind of realise where the magic comes from, yeah, and not just have it as magic. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I think did what you we say used... laws? Did I say laws? I think you said laws. I'll take I'll drink anyway. Yeah. I'll do so. Thank you. Quick uh, pit stop break. <laughs> so uh, what we're going to talk about first is there's a little bit new way that uh, spell categories work. So before where we had 
all the paths with an attribute and a signature spell. Right. Now it's slightly different. All the all the magic laws are they have their own kind of there's, yeah. There's no there's no rules to it actually. Do you think that they're in you know how we described each of the three categories? Do you think they're organized like that? I'm just looking at that now. Uh, but no, because alchemy doesn't have a trade spell, for instance. But does uh, the the other one? Oh yeah. So yeah, yeah. And, and pyromancy does. Yeah. So no, there's no there's no rule. one of each. Mm, have a look maybe. at have, what's the other one on that one. It's uh, that would be druidism. Druidism. But that has both a, an attribute and a trait. Yeah. So maybe you get one of each in each one. Trait, no attribute. I I don't I yeah. don't think there's. <laughs> maybe maybe they thought about it. Maybe they didn't. <laughs> it doesn't seem like they did. No. no, because this one doesn't have either. Okay. So we we got no fluff for that one. No, no. But the, basically, there's three there's three spell categories. There's learned spells. Which are the spells that you roll for? All faithful ones you know. There's signature spells, which are zero spells. Which you also know. Which you can change. You can change. Uh, if you roll for a learned spell, you can always change to a signature spell. Yeah. That's the zero. Then there's attribute spells, which is like the old lore attribute. And then the trait spells, which you always know if you generate spells from this path. Yes. This is important. This, for instance, as many of you may have seen from Pyromancy, the old attribute from days that we do not talk about is now actually an, uh, a trait spell. So you have to yeah. cast it and then you can do... Which is something that every Pyromancy wizard will know. Um, so you can always cast a D3 plus 1 strength. Is there an attribute on Pyromancy? Nope. Okay. And then there's also special rules for each, law, each, each path. Yes. Well, for some of them. Some of them have special rules. Yeah. And, uh, for instance, alchemy has, hasn't got any, whereas cosmology has, I don't even know how many lines of text. <laughs> <laughs> cosmology uh, is pretty complicated. Cosmology is by far the most complicated with uh, uh, magic law. More magic path. Magic path. Magic Drink. Path. Drink. So, yeah, each, there's, a, there's, a, there's a few new uh, new rules. We quite like. I think I quite like it, though. It makes it a bit more interesting. Yeah, but I think we should round that off in the end. Yeah. Um, so the next thing I want to talk about is the miscast table. Yeah. So the miscast table has changed. A lot. A lot. I mean, we have to, like, over, like does not compare with the old one. Yeah. With, is it a good thing or a bad thing? <sighs> I think it's a, like... My initial impression is that it's a good thing, but we should talk about what it does. And what it does is, when you miscast, you do miscast the same way as before, rolling double six on yeah. any number of dice to cast, and dice to cast is still between one and five. And when you miscast, what you do is you roll a d3, add one, so between two and four, yeah. and you multiply that, with the number of dice you used to cast a spell, and that that number is the amount of hits equal to the first in the first. No, no, we should we should start start with start with this one. Yeah, but that, then what? we could say this one last. Okay, so start start from the top. So between you roll a d3. Yeah. Then add one. Add one times it by the magic dice used. If that number is ten and above, you get an effect. Yeah. So the first effect is. Amnesia, and on a four plus, you forget that spell that you cast. Yeah, and the way we read it, if you reach to the point where you 
go up to 15 or more. So let's say you used five dice and you rolled a total of three on the magic yeah. dice used or more, then then you get what's called catastrophic detonation, which means that on a four plus, the wizard loses a number of wounds equal to half their starting number of wounds, rounding factions up. No saves of any kind. Yeah, so if you're on a dragon, you lose three wounds. If you're on foot, you're probably going to lose two wounds. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, we, if you're... Yeah. Um. <laughs> so yeah. Well, a link to that, I guess we we might as well say because no, 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 we're not not yet. Not okay, yet. fair enough. Um, we'll edit this part out. <laughs> we will. If you're on a Pegasus, yes. How many Pegasus? How many wounds do you lose on a Pegasus? Do you have three wounds. Yeah, three wounds. So, so you, you lose, lose two, two wounds. wounds. So it's quite bad, but it's it's a fifteen plus. Yeah. So even if you you if you use four dice, you have to roll a five or a six on the D three. To get this, so it's actually quite. Well, that's not even enough. Four by four is sixty. Oh yeah. Yeah. And then the final one is twenty or more. I don't know how you get more, but maybe there's some things that give minuses. There's one of the laws. There is. Paths. Paths. Shit. So the final one is twenty or more, and on a twenty or more, on a four plus, the wizard dies, and that's the only effect. And then. With each of these effects, there's also an additional effect. Right. And this always happens no matter what you roll, yeah. in addition to the adverse effects that we just described. So this is Witchfire, and then the Witchfire gives you a number of hits to your unit equal to the number on the dice that you roll to cast the spell. Mm, no. Yeah? The number of hits can... Oh, sorry. Caster's unit suffer a number of hits equal to the miscast roll. Yeah. So the, that that would be the D three plus one multiple times magic oh, dice. Oh, used. it does. Yes. And the strength of those ah. hits are given by the magic dice used, and they're oh, okay. on the missing one. Ah, okay, that makes more sense. And then the last rule is the number of hits cannot exceed the number of wounds in the unit, which yeah. is important. And it's armor piercing one. And it's armor piercing one. But you get saves. You do get saves. So. What does this, well, this, this must be very confusing for those of you listening out there. And what I can basically tell you is miscasting on, on three or less dice is going to be fine. It's going to be fine. Yeah. Uh, when you get to four and five, that's when you need to start worrying. Yeah. At five dice, then stuff's going to happen because the strength of the hits is five. are, are going to be five. And then armor piercing and the number of hits are going to go up minimum, mildly. Minimum. Uh, minimum ten hits. Ten hits yeah. So 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 if you roll those many dice, uh, your 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 so units. It's your own fault. Yeah, yeah <laughs> your units are going to take a beating. Uh, what we talked about is that this means that running wizards by themselves is is very important now. I mean, if yeah. you can if you can somehow mount your wizard and if have you can them... get a unicorn wizard with a four plus ward save. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect. I mean, or or. Pegasus wizard, or even a dragon even wizard. A dragon. If if you're a tree man, yeah, you're good. You go and yeah. If you're a tree man, if you're a master doing the doing the spell uh, casting and whatnot, so um, we should say tree father. Drink. Tree father, drink. So so um, overall, I like the new miscast table. I'd say when lo- just looking at it now, because yeah. I always thought that it was stupid that you spent three hundred and thirty points for a mage and. And, you know, just to be unlucky and ha- see her hop in the hole. For me, it, it's actually the opposite. 
Uh, we we played a game last week where you were just five dicing, uh, fiery yeah. convocation at me. Yeah. Every turn. Yeah. And you got the scroll on the second turn. Yeah. And then the third turn you cast it, and I couldn't stop it. Yeah. Because you were just five dicing it, and you didn't roll a miscast once. No. Yeah, just lucky. But it, I think in this it punishes you much, much more. Absolutely. Like if you so much more. Yeah, and and overall, even but... if even if you roll badly on the on the miscast chart, you're still taking fuckload of hits. Well, that depends because the max is still the number of the minimum in is, the unit. The minimum, if you use five dice, is ten shrimp five hits. Yeah, but not if you only have three wounds in the unit. Oh yeah, I guess if you're on a, on a Pegasus. There you go. Ah. The importance of running your wizard solo is 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 quite massive. Yeah. And and having bunkers, while fine in theory, uh, will see them vaporize very quickly to miscasts. Yeah. Uh, especially of a more, you know, grueling level. Like if if you roll four or five dice, then the I mean the unit will will take a beating almost no matter what it is. Yeah. So like at three dice and less, you're gonna be fine with a miscast. Yeah, but you, with you don't four or five it. dice, then you're then you're definitely gambling if you're in a unit. Yeah, that that warriors of chaos. Fuck warriors of dark gods. <laughs> That warriors of dark gods uh, change wizard sat in his unit. Yeah, he's he's gonna have a hard time when he rolls a miscast. Yeah, because it's gonna be a minimum of either ten strength four armor piercing or ten strength five armor piercing. Yes. Ouch. Okay, so uh, the next small change that we noticed was um, to do with the sub phases of the magic phase. Yeah. And so the way it works now is remains in play spells have to be dispelled. Before the active player attempts to cast a spell. Yeah. So this this is a big change, but it's not a massive change. Yeah. Because what we have to say in, in, in this context is that most of the extreme spells, as advertised by the rules board, have, have gone. So spells that, that are game-breaking and can win you the game in a single roll, they, they don't exist anymore. They just aren't there. No. Like mind rays and whatnot, it's gone. Yeah, they're gone. Yeah. yeah. And, and things things like fiery convocation, which is remains in play. Yeah. That's gone. That's no, got like the remains in spell. That many remains in play spells. And those that are there are easy to dispel. I think they're on a low casting cost. I don't think the highest one is on a nine, if I'm not mistaken, in witchcraft. Yeah, I can't remember. I well, think the highest one is on a nine in witchcraft, and most of them are less than that. So. There is that, and um, and uh, and so I think uh, I think that that that's not actually that big of a change, if I'm honest. I think uh, another and, and a bigger change is actually what it seems like to me that the miss when you miscast, you don't use you don't lose dice anymore. Yeah. Like you used to. It seems to me that the that the but we don't know that completely yet. That that kind of um, promotes people try not trying to dispel the miscast. And saving the dice and just yeah hoping that you're going to roll really badly on the miscast and take a few hits and and actually also the when you do the extra dice you get to add to the casting roll uh, from uh, from miscasting what's it is... called sorry what's it called when you roll the extra dice I have no idea oh, I was trying to catch you out overwhelming power overwhelming power um, and when you when you do get that it's that dice is actually taken from your dice pool. And not out of nowhere, so it's you only get to add that dice if you actually have any dice, and then you're forced to do it. So you actually don't get the extra dice if you don't have any extra dice. That's true. Cool. That's that's fair. Yeah. So um, so so I mean, it it it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. 
the new the new uh, laws of magic and the way the miscasts work and everything. I mean, me as a Kingdom of Equity player, I mean, I'm looking at this and I'm thinking, hallelujah, no more blowing up half a unit of knights uh -huh. for trying to cast a you know a, a magic missile or something. I mean, and, those those days are basically I, I'm gone. the opposite as a Sylvan Elf player, which keeps my wizards in, in small expensive toughness three units. units with skirmish. I'm thinking. Fuck my life. Yeah. If I roll three dice on a miscast and then roll a, five, a four, that's like 12 strength three hits. Yeah, tree father mage uh, is, is going to be... Unicorn mage. Unicorn mage. Unicorn tree, mage tree father, for the win. Tree father mage for the win. I'd three say. strength four hits. Magilable. <laughs> Don't yeah. care. Yeah. Got four plus four save. Probably going to survive. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So there are there are ways that are more evident than before to work around your miscast, but you don't have the extremities of the miscast. But then again, overall the extremities of the spells have been toned down a lot. Yeah, you don't have, for instance, mind you're, razor. You're probably not because none of the spells. I think the highest casting rate value is a twelve. Uh, there's one on a fourteen somewhere. I know there is. Okay, um, maybe it's a fourteen. But if you're getting plus two to cast, yeah, yeah, you, can, evocation, yeah, you, can, you can reliably cast most of the spells on four dice. Yeah. Yeah, forcing through spells while you can do it, the miscast <laughs> will cost you. <laughs> Ski as fuck. If you, yeah, if you want to do it, that's fine. And, and we actually, it's, we're not clear on whether or not the, the adverse effects of the miscast are cumulative so that you apply both effects from rolls 10, you, 15, and 20. I don't think you do. My, but we don't know. We my, don't know. Well, I can look in the BRB if you want, but I, my initial reaction is um, is that you get the hits and you get one of the one, one of, the, of effects. the effects. Yeah. So we'll take a quick break here, and then we're going to come back and go over quickly each of the paths, Right. give you some info on them, talk about some of the spells, and maybe tell you what we think is good and bad about them. quickly go through the laws now um, for our, I think it's alphabetical order I can assume because we start with alchemy yep so alchemy alchemy is this chemical law which is about transforming metals right to other metals or similar yeah, manipulating metals. I think manipulating. Yeah, that's that's a better way of saying it. It's uh, it's based around three hexes, one of which is the Laura tribute, three missiles that focus on countering high high armor saves, and two augments. And um, it's it's interesting in the fact that the Laura tribute is eighteen inch range hex that gives a target flammable. And this is this is what the law is kind of built around. Is yeah. My first thought, like all all the magic missiles are um, metal shifting. Yeah. No. So no, they're not. No, they're not. There's actually only one metal shifting 
uh, missile. Are the other one's flaming? Uh, yeah, one of them is flaming. And so is the... So the... So the... A lot of the attacks from this spell, these are actually going to re-roll wounds. Uh, well, the two of them are, yeah. Because metal shifting yeah. is flaming. Yeah. And then we have molten copper, which is like gnawing spirits from before. The same effect. But with flaming. Yeah. So you're going to re-roll wounds. And that's important when you shrink too. Yeah. Um, also important to note about alchemy is that there's no special rules for the alchemy lot, alchemy path as a whole. There's no... Yeah. So you have a you have the attribute which is the target gains flammable eighteen inch range. You have the signature which is D three plus one metal shifting hits. Customer eight plus which is really nice. Yeah. And D three plus one is quite reliable. It's mm -hmm. better than D six. Yeah, think. I I would also much prefer this. At a twenty four inch range and eight plus, it's 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 a great spell. Really good spell. Yeah. So do you take this law if fuck path? <laughs> Do you take this path if you are trying to kill armor, or do you take this path for another reason? I'm, I've, you know, looking at it, I, I really don't know because it can do many different things. It's actually, uh, I mean, obviously it, it's great at targeting things that has armor and, and, and as such, but I think it will find uses in every single game you were playing yeah. if you bring this. Uh, I think it's important to know that that the I think the key thing here is actually making units flammable. Yeah. I you're, guess that's you're gonna my... take a flaming banner if yeah. you take this. In yeah, and as many flaming attacks as you can, because you're starting to like this is very clearly something that the infernal dwarfs are going to be using. Yeah. Looking at this. Looking at the picture next to the law. Yeah, there's a fuck path. Path. There's a there's a picture of an <laughs> infernal dwarf, so they're definitely going to be using this, and it's going to be very strong. I mean, yeah, I mean, they're strong as it is right now. Yeah. Um, I think, generally speaking, it, it, it is a strong law, but it depends on your ability to bring flaming attacks, I'd say. Um, and as, as we will talk about in a bit, this combos very well with pyromancy. Yeah, yeah, 100%. I mean, pyromancy being, as you all have probably seen from the, from the sneak peek, you've seen that almost all of the spells in pyromancy are damage based and flaming attacks yeah, yeah. so so obviously casting metal space and uh, spells first and then making targets flammable and then casting fire spells on them is going to be very very interesting yeah uh, nice little synergy there um, so uh, cosmology Christopher, this is your favorite law so i mean fuck fuck's sake <laughs> you should we should start saying drinking double for this not so pass <laughs> this is my favorite path and it's also at the set, so there are 10 laws and the and in three sets of three, and then there's this one by itself in the middle. The master law. The master law. It is the master law. Yeah. It is. And when you read it, you'll... Yeah, I was like, what? What? <laughs> it is interesting. It has, it has a very... It's a, it, every single spell can be cast in two ways. In either a cosmos way or a chaos way. And the Cosmos way is a buff effect, and the Chaos way is a debuff effect. I quite like the the symbol symbology in, in these, like the Cosmos and the Chaos. The Cosmos is symbolized by the what's the do you do you know what it is in in the, the Old Norse snake that eats its tail? Is it that? I have no idea. It's like what's there's like a special name for it. There's like a serpent that's like eating its tail. It's like a circle, mm -hmm. like expressing like the circle of life. Right, okay. And then uh, the chaos is expressed in an, an infinity sign. Right. Also with the snake eating its tail. 
I think it's quite cool. It's like a infinity kind of symbol. It's quite yeah. nice. I mean, this is. Um, it also has hashtag fluff gamer. Hashtag fluff gamer. It it has a um, a, a what do you call it? Like a num- zero spell? Yeah, signature. Signature spell. And I don't it, know if it's called signature. It's called zero spell. Now. Zero spell. Well, the one that you can always choose. And it has, but it has no trait spell and it has no attribute. But it does have a special rule called duality, which is very complex to explain to you but it basically means that your wizard is going to get like if you cast a spell that's no, chaos let's explain it let's explain okay well if you cast a cast, uh, cast a spell from either cosmos or chaos so you should say the it, next the next spell you cast that's from the same version will be two casting value easier to cast first you need to know that there are seven spells in this deck one of them is a zero spell yes. and each spell has two spells attached to it yeah. or two versions of the same spell for example altered sight which is the zero spell has plus one weapon skill and plus one blizzard skill on eight plus 24 inch range augment spell right the opposite spell is minus one weapon skill and minus one ballistic skill and a hex obviously and a hex so you can cast a spell on your friendly unit or on an enemy unit and 24 inch range 24 inch range you can choose mm-hmm. and one is chaos and one is cosmos. The chaos one is the negative, and the cosmos is the positive. Yeah, and and every single spell goes like this, but it's not limited to stats only. For example, touch of the heart, the number one spell. You can either choose the cosmos version, which recovers a wound to focused augment target, or you can either, or you can give a wound that wounds automatically with armor piercing six, which is focused hex and direct damage. In the chaos version, this is really good law. It is. Fuck. It. Fucks. Oh my god, Henry. I've like three beers, bro. <sighs> so this is this and and um some of the so there are either stat effects that have the duality like strength and uh, like strength and leadership. This is really good. It is. Uh, I mean, this is by far the best. Like in my opinion, the best part. Because really you get good. if you if you have spells from this law, if you get some of the right spells. Then you will not because you could argue that giving yourself give in the same combat plus one strength or minus one strength to your yeah. opponent would be the same thing, well almost yeah. not exactly with the strength. It's, but this is this is a law that all the elves have. Yeah, and as an elf player, for me, this is a really, 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 really good part. I mean, it's uh, and you can reduce the casting cost if you if you begin to cast. Yeah, we should say that. Version. So so if you if you cast a a chaos spell. Then you get a counter. Which says chaos on it. Yeah, and then if you cast another spell from chaos, you expend the counter. No, you don't. It stays there. It stays there. Really? Yes. Okay, wait. We... <laughs> so... No, wait, 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 wait. At the end of each of your magic phases, replace all your cosmos counters with chaos counters and all chaos counters with cosmos counters. So they flip. Yeah. Oh my god. This is the most complex law I've ever path. Sorry, drink. Drink. So the counter reduces the casting values by two if you have a counter of the same version of spell. Yeah. So if you cast a chaos spell, you get a chaos counter. Yes. And if you try and cast another chaos spell, yes. you reduce that casting value by two. Yes. And at the end of the magic phase, Your you, chaos counter you becomes... flip the counter from chaos to cosmos. My goodness gracious. This is... I mean, like this is gonna be if you're good with planning your magic phase, depending like you should I'm almost really not. <laughs> like you should almost write down 
depending on every. I mean, this this. It's interesting. It's very interesting. What, what, it's by far the coolest. What's your favorite spell in this path. in this uh, drink? What's oh. the, what's your favorite spell in this path? Okay, so either I have, I have two favorite spells. I also have to kind of two, but either number four or number six. And really, we have very different. We have a very different. Uh... Yeah, I think number six is by far the most powerful. It is eighteen inch range, cast on an eleven plus. Now the the because they're so different, so it's basically getting two spells for one. And what you can do is, so the Augment version, the Cosmos version, is water save 5+, plus. Augment. No, 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 nothing, just 5+, plus water save, which is great for an 11+. plus. Yeah. And the... So the it would be nice if it gave you plus one water save, if you had already had a water save. Yeah, but this one gives a 5+, plus. I think, I think that's even better, actually. But, yeah. Uh, the other one is Hex Direct Damage, and each model in the target unit suffers a strength 3 hit. Solid. I mean, you have for an eleven plus, you have a spell with only range eighteen. Obviously, you can cast it on four dice. But you can cut. You can. You can really. You can really either like you can do two extremely different things with this. Yeah. Which is why I like it. Now, my second favorite is Ice and Fire, which is a magic missile that That's can be nine plus eighteen inch range, which can be cast either with two d six strength three hits with flaming and divine attacks, which is great for taking off. Uh, demons and you know, generally speaking, mm, it's okay. Two to six strength three hits with divine attacks. Yeah, I, th I think it's great. You're gonna kill you're gonna kill Ephraims. Yeah, and you're also gonna kill then. small units of demons. I, well, doing that, I would I prefer the chaos version. Well, the chaos version is the is two to six strength three hits, but with armor piercing three. Again, the the. The utility of being able to counter both armor and unarmored and ethereal and not ethereal. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's great. Nice. It's, nice. it's still it's still a magic missile, right? It's still good at, at even if you're just using it to to clear out uh, flak, right? It's still good. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. My two favorite spells. <laughs> I think we play a different, very different way, you and I. Mm -hmm. I like number one, just the ability to recover a wound is fantastic. Always. Oh, it is. Oh, it absolutely is. And and at the same time, to take a wound, I think on a seven plus. Yeah. I mean, it's only eighteen inch range. But That's the letdown of it. But, yeah. but it's still good. It's good. It hundred percent is. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually better than ice and fire. And yeah, truth of time. This is just amazing. Truth of time. Oh my god. I think this is any any spell that controls your movement. I think is really good. Mm. It can get. It basically gives your. Cavalry, like super swift drive, yeah. and it gives you infantry swift drive. It means that for charge, flee, pursuit, or run, you roll an additional d6 and discard the lowest d6. Yeah. So cavalry is going to be charging like 3d6 and discarding the two four, lowest. Or 4d6. Yeah, 4d6. Yeah, sorry. 4d6 and discarding the two lowest. What was, what was that list you ran at Giant Fanatic with the extra charge? Oh, yeah, yeah. Charge? I have my, uh, my cruise missile list. No, it was just d3 extra, I think. Yeah, but that makes it more reliable. With yeah, I know. So, so you can charge fire, and then obviously the the. What, what I where I see the use for this is casting it on a unit that's going to flee. And then they flee less, and you have a really high chance of catching them. Mm, but that would happen. Then you have to think a turn ahead, right? Because yeah. magic phase happens after. Yeah. Yeah. So um... if you if you're afraid of a unit coming up and chaffing you. And then you, then you can cast it on this unit, and then it's not going to want to chaff you. Because it can get caught, and that gives you a lot of space. 
That's well, just, that's it's just only uh, easy me range. from an elf, elf mm. player point of view. Well, maybe, maybe. I still think the ability to, to when you're running wizard around an unicorn doesn't matter about range. Oh, when you're movement ten, and yeah. you can well, like, reform. Brace yourselves for the for the age of dragon mages and stuff like that. It's going to be everywhere. Tommy it's okay, I'm coming for you with a dragon mage. <laughs> so uh, next next path. Yeah. The path of divination. Yeah. And there's a lovely little picture of a frog and some frogmen. I'm not sure. Are these are these some uh, models from the knife age? One of the companies. I don't know. Looks quite cool. Looks like a like an old frog slang. Yeah, absolutely. With some uh, like feathered uh, frog things. Mm-hmm. It's quite cool. I think I like this law. We've we've actually seen this one, haven't we? Yeah, yeah divination has been sneak creep, right? Yeah, yeah. Divination is is about the um, the 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 not what was it the knowledge and stuff like that, right? Yeah, it's about like. Fortune, it says fortune tellers, tarot readers, clairvoyant seers. I've seen them all in my time. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's like there's a small story. It's quite cool. Um, I'm just gonna quickly go through the the different different um, spells in this law. So we we've seen that there's a conclave rule, and that every time you have a wizard which doesn't have bound spells from divination, within twelve inches of the caster. You get plus three inch range, so you're gonna see maybe. I don't think you necessarily need the conclave in this, but it's nice to have. Maybe you'll see um, two or more wizards with this, maybe three, just to get those twelve inch auras, um, just to get that extra range. I think I think it could work quite well with a gunline list or something like that, which is which is giving buffs to um, different things. So let's take a look at the some of the spells. The stars align uh, strikes me as a really good spell, and especially in the gunline list where you're having a, a 24 inch bubble of reroll to hits and divine attacks. Uh, obviously, it works in combat as well. Uh, the stubborn and immune psychology is obviously fantastic. Charge a dragon in, cast stubborn on him. He's not running away for a couple of turns. That's really nice when you're going to get challenged by a champion. Um, Unnerving Strike, that's kind of New Age Banishment, 2d6 or 3d6 hits on a 9 and 13+, plus. that's a fantastic spell. Armor Piercing 2 and Divine Attacks, I think that's actually better than the Banishment. Um, it's more balanced. Why is that? Because it means that... But it means you don't need a Conclave, because the old yeah. one before was like extra strength. Yeah. And, and this one's just wounds on 4+. plus. Yeah. And you can do 3d6 hits. Yeah, and that that's what I mean by it being more balanced. The range is also shorter. Oh, yeah, only 18. Yeah, and, and so... But you can buff the range by the conclave. Yeah, so you still... you still But if you have three mages, then you're up to your 24-inch range, as, as previously known. Uh, but there are no other synergistic effects from having multiple mages. And, and I think, quite frankly, that banishment was broken before. And that while the, this obviously takes very close... Uh, like, this is this is banishment. Yeah, new it's only nine like. plus for two d six hits. It's quite good. Yeah, but it's wounding on a two up, or oh, four up. Four sorry, up. four up. Sorry, uh, and so I think I it's mean d six hits. Yeah, I mean, and doesn't like immediately counter armor and doesn't have all the. It's just a. It's just more balanced because banishment yeah. was broken before. Yeah, yeah it's okay. Yeah. Portent of Doom. Now we have different opinions on this. Yeah. You don't like it. 
Well, I think it's situational. It's not like I don't like it. But it works in every phase of the game. Yeah. Rather than combat. Yeah. I think it's really good. <laughs> so the, the way it works is, on a 10 plus, 18 inch range, it's a kind of like the old net of light, right? Right, what, right. Yeah, net of Amnuchuk in the days of Yale. I don't know, but that was that was like in eighth edition days. Yeah. So you roll, you cast it on a on a uh, a target, and then every time it wants to charge, move, cast spells, or shoot, if it if you roll a six, it can't do it, and that can really fuck with your opponent's plan if you get that six. Yeah. Yeah. It can be it can be massively important. And I think people are going to want to dispel this spell, just in case. I mean, it's only a, I mean. I have so no one in six chance. Yeah, but I have no idea what's gonna happen. Like, let's say the the character leaves the unit. What happens then? I mean, this is like a well, rules mindset. If he's moving, then he's he's got to roll a six. <sighs> yeah, but so does he take the effect to the next unit he joins? Well, that's know. that's quite clear in the rules. I can't remember which way. Yeah, it works. but it's like they. I think they bring the effects with them. If yeah. I'm honest, They're like contagious. But yeah. at the same time, I mean, this. Well, it's fine. I mean, situational. It's fine. Nothing. I don't. I don't think it's neither good or bad. It's situational, so. Face judgment, quite a good spell. Um, it's a magic missile. Target suffers D three, D six wounds. Yeah. With no ward save or regen save. Yeah. Like, quite nice for killing monsters with no armor. Yeah, yeah, or limited armor even. Yeah. Uh, again, all the ranges of all the spells in in divination are eighteen, so. Like, they get better if you have multiple mages, because then you increase the range. This is going to spank any uh, greater demons. Are they called greater demons? Uh, I don't recall if they're actually wearing armor or not. I think the Wrath one does. Yeah, probably played armor, right? Yeah. So, it's it's situational. Again, against like certain monsters, it won't do that much, but the ability to just basically just delete uh, a monster if you roll luckily. Yeah, but if, if you get it and you don't have a target for it, you just change it to zero. Yeah, yeah, and you know, the the attribute on this law is not to be underestimated either. It basically gives, uh, well, it's not going to be cold-blooded exactly, but it's the same effect. You roll an extra D6 in, uh, leadership, in test. leadership test and then roll discard the highest. So it probably stacks with even with cold-blooded and whatnot. So we were saying, like, for, for the Saurians, Lisman drink. drink. Um, you roll four dice and then you take away the two highest. Yeah. You're never running away. Yeah. Ever, ever, ever running away. So I mean, it's quite a it's quite a fluffy law. I don't. I think it's it's great. It's very balanced. It has a couple of magic missiles that are really strong. A couple of combat buffs that are also very strong. I mean, the the stars align is 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 quite quite strong. I, I, I mean. Yeah, I said that as well. Yeah. So while yeah. you're on the loop. Yeah. I, I can just imagine a big fat frog slam yeah. sitting on his planquin playing cards yeah. and manipulating these, planets. This <laughs> random shit is just happening around him. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I uh, I quite like the fluff composition of this law. It's yeah. very exorcism meets D- meets yeah. meets uh, kind of angelic kind of stuff. It's a bit like okay, we we're gonna no, no we're not gonna compare. We're no. not gonna compare. No. So the next one, uh, druidism. Yeah. This is quite cool. I it's think. an it's a great law. Yeah, it's a very it's it like it's similar to its old counterpart. Let's say it it is. It's, we have to say it's the law. It's the path of life or path of nature. It it, it yeah. is. It has yeah, exactly almost exactly the same. the same spells. 
uh, with the exception of uh, Dwellers in the Earth or whatever it used yeah. to be called. Entwining Roots has changed. Yeah. So minor changes. Overall, it does the same thing. The very important, I think, and the only thing actually worth noticing here are two things. One, the attribute, and two, the trade spell. So the trade spell is now the Oaken Throne, which is the one that buffs all the other spells. And that's a trade spell. That means that your wizard will know the Oaken Throne spell in addition Always. to any other spells he yeah. may have. And also, the attribute is that you obviously recover one wound, as you know, but if you have the Oaken Throne going, then you actually get to raise one wound. And that's huge. Yeah, so you can restore a model yeah. from a unit. Yeah. I was thinking about this for my Kingdom of Echo Chain, like restoring Grail Knights. Can you use Druidism? Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. I was thinking Wild Riders. Wild Riders. Top, wild, you said it as well. Wild Huntsman. Wild Huntsman. I need more beer. Right. Like all these lead cavalry models, they benefit greatly from this. Also, to an extent, the lead infantry can be used with this. But other than this, the there's no uh, signature spell anymore. So you'll have to roll and see what you get. But you, but that I think the druidism law is much more balanced, much more well-rounded for a wizard. I would um, I would seriously contemplate actually bringing this in a very elite army where restoring wounds is is is, uh, is a great thing. Some... It also has a lot of damage spells. Yeah, well, it has really one wrong? one damage spell. It has one. It has master of earth as we know it. I mean, all the to like all the spells are either oh, yeah. the range of the spells are based on the caster or a certain piece of terrain that fluff wise matches the concept of the yeah. spell. So master of earth does damage, and it goes from hills, right? Uh, impassable. Impassable. Now. It uh, used to be hills, but now it's impassable. Healing waters is from the caster and from water features. Mm -hmm. That's the regen one. The entwining roots is from forest, and that does weapon skill and ballistic skill. The spirits of the woods. Is, uh, is exactly the same as it was before, and it's measured from the 12 inches from the wizard. Yep. That's not very good. Can it be, is it Hexa or, it is, or Universal? So, yeah, it's, it's Universal. Still, it's still both. I think the, the boosted one is Universal, actually. Oh, the boosted one is, is Universal. And the, the unboosted one is, is, well, that can't be right. It says ground. Must be Hex, right? Yeah, that, that, that cannot be right. I guess that's a mistake there. Yeah, yeah. Um, stone skin is from a hill, mm -hmm. which is the toughness buff, and then summer growth is just from the wizard. But it's twenty points range, so you got range on this one, and it's uh, yeah, and you so you raise models. D three plus five wounds. If you have uh, Oaken Throne going, yeah, I mean, Summer Growth is amazing on the lead infantry. And it's raise. It's it's raise. I mean, these guys are coming back. That's eight, eight wounds. It's not even... It's not modern. It's not like cavalry is two. It's between six and eight. I think that's what makes it great. It's so stable. Yeah. That's really, really good. That's really, really good. Yeah, I know. It's, uh, like, Druidism is amazing for units that are really fighty, really expensive. What, what armies can take this? I know we weren't going to look, but can you quickly, quickly check? So... Um, we know, we know this is the... this is like a goody goody law. You have to be a goody goody to take this, and and obviously being goody goody, I know that King of Equitain can take them. Yeah, Sylvan elves can take Sylvan it. elves can take it. The High elves can take it in the form of the master of the Cranberry Tower. Yeah, my computer just died. So okay, I can't check no it. worries. 
But um, uh, Empire, sorry, em, yeah, Empire of Sunstar, obviously, that's what yeah. I meant. They can't take it. and uh, They can't? Nope, nope, they can't. Can uh, the Beastheads take it? Nope. 100% so, they can't. So there's only the Silver Elves and Hybern Elves? And King of Equitain. King of... And maybe something else that I haven't thought of. I can't think of anything else. No? It's a very goody-goody lore. And yeah. it is it is it is very strong. Yeah. I mean, very strong. It's quite cool. It's what it's what from a fluff point of view, it's what the law of life should have been yes. the whole time. Yes, yes. This is the, this is I think in my opinion, this is the most well designed law. Yeah. Path. Sorry. Drink. I probably have one as well. I think it, it, it encapsulates Druidism perfectly and the composition with the trait spell and the attribute at the same time, but without the signature, it's 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 great. It's yeah, great. I think the the fact that there's a trait spell is really good because yeah. perfect fix. Yeah, because you always wanted one more spell than you could have in this law. You, I, fuck, you always wanted. Yeah, you always wanted an extra. And you want always wanted all the spells in this yeah, path, yeah. but you could never have them all. Yeah. And now because you have a trait spell, it's possible. Yeah. At least it's easier. It's much easier. Evocation. This is your necromancer go-to. Yeah. So raise. Raise on a six plus is uh is very important. It's the trade spell actually. So that means that any wizard will know that no spells from this law will also know the trade evocation of souls, which is raise basically. Yeah. And that's important actually because yeah. your your level one wizard will actually know two spells. Yeah. So that means that spamming necromancers is actually even better now because you yeah. get an extra spell for free. Yeah, we uh, like this. And we uh, like this a lot. Yeah, this 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 law is is even for non uh, undead armies. This law is amazing. Yeah, and it's important to note that non undead armies. Which one can take this? You know? uh, yes, uh, Beast Hurts has access to them, and obviously the two undead armies also have, and I think. One more has access to them, but I can't. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Dread Elves. Uh, I think. You, are you sure? No. No, I don't think they do. Maybe they don't. I'm not sure. I can't remember. There's another. I know there's another army with access to them. But it's uh, it's it's an extremely powerful law. Um... <laughs> for spell number one, really good spell for Vampire Covenant. Yeah. Target gains lethal strike. Attacks already affected by lethal strike. Reroll fail rolls to wound. That's and, nice for Baragard. And let's say it's cast on 5 plus with, eight, plus with 18 inch range. Or you can bubble it for a 10 bubble. and have 12 inch bubble. MSU Baragard, here we come. Or that MSU fucking Necroguard yeah. list. Oh my god, yeah. And even even um, even just casting this on your Spearman in the right matchup can be amazing. Yeah, reroll wounds and those lethal strikes. Yeah, so great, great spell. And uh, <laughs> more of the same. Yeah, rewards the wounds, same as before. You can boost it to also include shooting. No, that's what we figured out. So it's either one unit uh, within 12 that gets to reroll to hit with close combat and shooting, or it's an aura spell with six inch aura where you can uh, do it with only close combat attacks that can reroll, something along those lines. There's a little bit of inconsistency between the two versions we have. Yeah, we have two versions of this. We have the this version with the pictures, and then the the, the streamlined version. Yeah. And touch so, of the Reaper, same as before. Well, always good. Oh, well, this time it took steroids. 
Is it better? This is the old signature from the days of Yonder Death. Is it? Is it better? No, it's the same, isn't it? Target suffers D3 hits with strength 10 and armor piercing 6. When rolling to wound with this attack, substitute the target's toughness for its leadership, and it's focused. That's very good. It's unbelievably That's good. Very, very good. And, and you can boost it to 24 inch range. For a 10 up. For a 10 plus. Ow! Out, 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 out. I hope you have a ward save on your character. This is insane for sniping, uh, for sniping characters. Uh, I mean, even even lords and this everything. Is, this is like um, when you're playing Warhammer Total War with a vampire count. Yeah, yeah, just run away and cast this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can just kill the general, die, and then you win the game. Yeah. Dance Macabre. Yeah, eight inch magical move. Yeah. Counters ethereal. It's okay. It's a big fat meh. It's okay. It's fine if you want to rush something. If you I bubble, guess. bubble it. Bubble it for twelve to twelve inches. Yeah. Well, Whispers of the Veil. This one is great. This one is crazy because twenty-four inch range, cast on a nine plus. It remains in play. Minus one leadership, minus two weapon skill to a minimum of one. That's nice with the current rules for remains in play. It is. It's it's strong. I mean. It also means, like, if those, you're not using psychology... Three Baragard, yeah. That's like Weapons Go 5 Baragard. Oh, yeah. And with minus one leadership, it's pretty good. It's, I mean, take your fear test. Hope you make it, boy. Yeah. I mean, otherwise it's going to be really, really low weapon skill. Yeah. Holy shit. There are, there are a lot of things in this one. Not only does it help you win the combat, it also helps you break your opponent. Yeah. Uh, Quite fluffy. And also remains in play. I mean, it's, it's crazy, I think. And then probably the best spell in the whole game right now. Uh, it's the most expensive, most expensive one. Yeah, it is also most... fucking retardedly good. Cast on a fourteen. It's, it's only twelve inch range. Only twelve in range, but every character and champion in the target unit suffers a hit that wounds automatically with no saves of any kind left. That's. Every character and every champion. If you're facing against a Death Star, I mean, your opponent's going to have to take his characters out of that unit. Yeah. Like, he has to, because it, it is cast on a 14, so we are, the, we are in this things. area where it's very dangerous to cast yeah. it. It's getting dicey. It's getting, like, yeah. the, the miscast's going to hurt. If you, get, if, you, if you get plus two to cast, you can probably do it on four dice. But when you, like, the, the combination with Touch of the Reaper is ridiculous. So you give, let's say you have a... A, a Death Star coming at you. You cast Touch of the Reaper. Something's gonna go through at one point. If you if you can get it through, like the 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 characters start taking a lot of wounds coming through. I mean, supposing they even survive it in the first yeah. place, and then you can finish everyone off with haste in the hour at the end of it. What I like is the champion sniping. Yeah, yeah. So if if I'm fighting like uh, I don't know like a any anything like a Warriors of Chaos block with my with my vampires. And I cast this. If I can kill this champion, he's going to come in, and I'm just going to challenge with my champion, and yeah. then his lord or whatever's going to smack. Be smack I'm smack kill your champion. Yeah, smack my champion for, <laughs> for three or four wounds. Yeah. And, I, and, and your I'm, vampire's going to like start his chainsaw and then go nuts. Yeah. 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 I mean, this is a very powerful under law. I mean. It is the law of choice for undead. It is the yeah. only law that it, it, like the trait spell evocation is the only raise effect in any of the laws that we know of so far. Yeah, I mean, what what you're missing in this law, which the old law, fuck, we said law like three times. Oh, cheers, shit, cheers, cheers. 
You also said Warriors of Chaos, not Warriors of the Dark God. I will have a few drinks. Oh my god. What you're missing in this path is uh, something to clear trap. Yeah. Yeah. And I think this is more because both Undying Dynasties and Vampire Covenant has access to this law. And inherently, Vampire Covenant has a harder time clearing chaff, obviously with ranged attacks, yeah. than Undying That we know of has. at the moment. That we know of at the moment. Hopefully, skeletons will get some kind of crossbow. It will never. I hope so. It will never. I will kill your hopes and aspirations dead cold. Maybe one day. If I keep saying it enough times in the forum. Keep on if, believing. If, if you throw enough shit at a wall, some of it will stick. <laughs> you're gonna. You're literally one guy in a corner screaming. <laughs> yeah. Moving on. Moving on. Occultism. Occultism. I, yeah, I think that's better. Better way of saying it. Right, Occult, isn't it? Occultism. Yeah. Yeah. This is the blood magic. Yeah. This is definitely blood magic. Sacrifice shit and get shit done. This is actually. It's quite cool though. It's quite fluffy. It's really, really It's fluffy. very fluffy. So basically, the special rule is that you can choose a unit within 24 inches, and um, the number of ranks in that unit up to a maximum of five. Uh, this is this is friendly units. Yeah, friendly units. Um, you can lose wounds up to the number of rank bonus from two to five, um, and then if you do this, you get the boosted version of the spell. Yeah, and the boosted versions are quite good. Remember how we talked about all the wizards are going to be on a dragon or a demon prince flying around? This is for a demon prince. This is this is like build built for a demon prince or dread elf sorceress on a dragon. dragon or yeah. I mean, this is. Uh, I don't like it personally. I think it's cool. Uh, I, I agree, it's cool, but I don't like the composition of it. For instance. The, the the I can just imagine a cackling sorceress on a Pegasus flapping around, giving hand of glory to people and pentagramming pain in in a number of ways. But, but the I, attribute so, say the attribute the 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 attribute is okay. everything within twelve inches. Yeah. Takes uh, including your own units. The only thing that's safe is Castor's own unit. Um, Pentagram of Pain. Yeah. Cast on A plus for twelve inch aura. Universal. Everything within twelve inches takes D six strength for hits. Yeah. Oh, this is the signature. This is not the attribute. Yeah. Sorry. This is the signature. No, the attribute. No, oh, no. It's the, it's the it's the signature. It's a it's a typo. See, it has a casting value. Ah. Yeah, it's, okay. It's, it's the. I was gonna say if it's attribute. That was got me. What well, was got that was what got me confused. Okay. I thought like here it says yeah. attribute, so but it's not. It's the zero Everything within twelve takes d6 strength four hits. If you if you carve up some of one of some of your own guys, then you get to recover a wound. I think this is very unbalanced for dread elves. That's what I'm gonna say. Like it, this this law is probably great with demon legions and. And, uh, Do you think just because you you don't want to kill your own units, or I mean, I, I, like killing you're so fast. This is this is the we're talking about. You you do damage equivalent of your rank bonus to do to have the effect. So you either carve up two rats from vermin swarm, or you carve up two tower guard. Yeah, that's what I mean, right? Or five tower guard, or five like it, it's just the the price yeah, in, in your movement phase. You just make all your units two 
just one rank. It's, I think it's still expensive to sacrifice two elves for the gains that you do get. It, I mean, well, let's have a look at the spells that that give bonuses. Yeah, obviously, and that's the first problem of the law. You can't sacrifice for every single spell you have to get yeah. a better effect, which I think personally is weird. Yeah. When you can compare it to druidism, where you have bonuses based on the oaken throne for every spell. Yeah. Uh, so that's the first thing I don't like. Um, the first one, Hand of Glory, is a five ward save or improvement by one ward save on a six plus, super cheap. But it's cast on the caster. Um, and they're yeah, so unit. This, this is kind of... Uh... I'm pretty sure it's unit as well. It says caster here. It's for demon princes and stuff that are flying around. Wasn't it caster's unit as well? No, maybe in the other edition. Oh. I don't have it. No. But right now it says caster, so you get an extra ward save or five plus ward save. It's pretty good. If you're, if you're flying around on your own... Then it's pretty good. I don't know. I mean, <sighs> you, you don't think it's good? I'm I'm not too sure if I'm honest. I mean, if if it's not the unit, then it's it's so you improve your ward save. Uh, so you improve your ward save by one. Yeah. Well, if you we're gonna like we said, you're gonna see a lot of wizards that are floating around on. Pegasi and dragons. Giving a five plus ward save to a dragon is not a mean. It's not like a bad, a bad thing, is it? Nah, I mean, I think I think it's. I don't know. It's weird. It it's great with the more powerful a model you have that has access to a high level ward save, it becomes increasingly more powerful. But you don't want your you don't like having a spell for your caster if he's not a fighty caster. Then what's the purpose in the first place? Because if you're taking saves, you're doing something wrong. Yeah, I guess I guess if you're taking a ward save to cover yourself from a cannon, you're positioning yourself in the wrong place. That's what I mean, right? And we also have breath of corruption. Now that that one is pretty good. Uh, it you tag against a breath weapon with toxic attacks, but it's only on a six plus, and it's also targeting the caster. Like many of these are caster target. That, that They're tag. all caster. No, well three of them are. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, it's made for demon princes. I don't. I think. I think it's a bit of a shame that it's not more versatile. But it's it's definitely a single model law. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As you have one wizard that's really good. That's probably the linchpin of your army. Yeah. And that's not on a monster. It can't be on a ridden monster. I don't. Well, maybe. Number three, forbidden knowledge, remains in play. The target may re-roll casting rolls when casting non-bound spells from this path. Yeah. That's really, really good. But on a seven plus. But like we talked about, this is exactly the same as the problem with the Oaken Throne before. This is basically an effect similar to Oaken Throne from before this this patch, and 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 what that means is, I mean, if you have, let's say you have two or three or four spells, one of them is going to be this. So if you cast this, then it means your opponent will know there are only three more to stop at the max. But you get to reroll. You get to reroll the casting, obviously. This remains yeah. in play, so it's next turn yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, but you have to use a minimum of two dice to cast this to be safe. Yeah, well, you're going to use two dice. So use two dice. That that takes you down to an average of five. Then you have three and two. So let's yeah, say I'm, let's even let's say you roll a five and a two for your magic phase. That's pretty average, right? Yeah. yeah. And no one channels. If you roll two dice for this and they leave it, that's that means you're five and five. Yeah, right? five and five. But, but then you get, get to reroll. Yeah. So 
You may be going to cast a spell. Yeah, but the, it and says, then it says the casting rules, so you have to reroll the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. So it's so but then you it, can increase, then, increase. But look at look at the spell casting values. Yeah, they're very low. Very low. So you can maybe one dice it and risk it. Uh, you would have to be a lord for that. Wizard master, sorry. Yeah, we can just gamble. So you have to roll a five with a reroll. Yeah. I don't think that's worth it. It's hardly worth it. It's like a it's a sixty-six percent chance. Anyway, uh, so out of seven spells in the law, only three of them have the amplified version enabled if you sacrifice something. Yeah. I think this needs to rethink. I have to say, I think it's really cool. The it's concept really cool. is cool. It's it's very cool. But it needs to be on all the spells. It needs to be on all the spells, and it needs to be more thought through to be balanced across different armies. Because I appreciate the fact that you need to, you can't have the same effect of sacrificing rats as sacrificing elves. But yeah. I think you need to be like an easy fix for that is based on the leadership value of the model, unmodified yeah. leadership value of the. It should be like the rank bonus minus the leadership or something. There has to be an, there has to be something with it, right? Yeah. And that's the that's the easiest fix I can think of is making it dependent on the leadership of the model that you sacrifice. Yeah. Because right because I appreciate that you can't sacrifice two rats and have the same effect as sacrificing two elves. Elves, yeah. Or two wins on a and, and, and at the same time, these castle effects only are cool, but it kinda bars out. It makes you, it may makes you very limited to the kind of thing that you're gonna do with this. I think this is only gonna be seen on demon princes. Or like the, the, the occasional dread of sorcerers. Yeah, the, the next one, the Rot Within. Yeah. I think this is, again, a great spell for a Demon Prince. Yeah. 9 plus, 24-inch range hex. It's permanent. Permanent, mind you this. Target suffers minus one weapon skill. If you choose to carve up some of your own dudes, cast against plus one weapon skill. And again... Very, very toned towards a demon prince because yeah. uh, a, a sorceress on a monster won't get any benefit from this. What weapon skill five bitch slap? It doesn't matter, right? <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I think vampires can take this as well, and this is okay for them. Weapon skill eight vampire. Improve ward save vampire. Yeah, sure. Yeah, it's quite nice. Again. But... <sighs> yeah. If I when I read this first, I thought it was. Uh, for the unit mm -hmm. that you're in, and it would be much better if a lot of these things were on the unit. Yeah, these these effects needs to be unit based as well. Yeah, I agree completely. I think also Berman Swarm has taken a lot of hits on their combat buff capacity based on the laws that they have available and the effect of these laws. So they yeah. don't have the combat buffs anymore that they used to have. So I think this should definitely change some of the spells to have more unit-based buff effects. Yeah. Based on the fact that the caster has to be in the unit because it makes sense. Yeah. Right? And the it should... It should be sacrificing models in the, the unit. Sacrifice should yeah. be in the unit the, as well, the, rather the, than within 24-inch range. The 24-inch range doesn't make sense. No, it's a bit weird, isn't it? It's like, so... It's, like, it's kind of like, if you've seen the movie Warcraft, you've seen the Warcraft movie? Like, with a fell concept where he, like, he can, like, draw life out of someone to do some magic power... Like he doesn't do it from a guy that's 50 miles away, right? He does it from a guy next to him to do it. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen it. Uh, maybe I've seen it. I can't remember. I don't remember. It wasn't it very good. No. Um, the next spell is, is good in on its own, but when you compare it to some of the other snipes, yeah, it's not that good. 
Like you have to actually kill five of your models to make it worthwhile. Yeah, that's the thing. Like Mark for Doom is exactly the same as Touch of the Reaper, only with shorter range, same casting value as the boosted one, and you have to sacrifice dudes to be able to pitch to make it focused. Yeah. Otherwise, it's well, it's strength ten base, so no ba no diversion between leadership. That's the yeah. But with strength ten and most leadership being around nine eight, not that much strength yeah. ten. Leadership ten. Yeah. Else maybe, but I mean, so this obviously isn't dependent on that, but you have to sacrifice five guys for it. Yeah, I, I'm not I'm not sold on this one. This this law needs a rethink. Definitely needs a rethink. Number six spells nice though. Look at the range. Oh, that's awful. It's horrible. Ugh, this spell is not just nasty. Okay, twelve inch range, strength five hits. If you sacrifice some dudes, strength six hits. It's two to six. Two to six. It's good. Cast on a twelve plus. Twelve plus for twelve inch range. No. No. Probably not. It, I guess it's... this is this law is made for having your demon prince and flying him in the middle of your opponent's army and just start exploding left, right, and center. Yeah. Like like DC strength four is everywhere. And... But on a twelve plus, are yeah. you risking your demon prince with four dice? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's that. Okay. Next law. Pyromancy. Everyone's seen it. Everyone's seen it. Um, it's good. We like it. It combos really nicely with um, alchemy. It does. Um, what's your favourite spell? Apart from pyroclastic bro? I don't know. I don't really have a favourite. I think... Cascading Fire is nice. Scorching I, Salvo is interesting. I think, I think this... I think Pyroclastic Flow should have been a signature spell. Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're probably right. I think, because while I appreciate what they tried to do, I think it should be possible to take multiple level whatevers with Pyroclastic Flow and Fireball, because it's fluffy. Yeah, I think, I think, um, yeah, it would have been better if this could be the Zero spell. Yeah. And that's that's all I would change of this law. Yeah, it's good though. I, 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 it's all damage, which is nice. Well, two of them aren't. But it's still doing damage. Well, you can't place the, number four emulation. You can't target a unit with it. That's no, the but, problem. But it's still doing damage to a unit. It's, it's, quite, it's quite nice against chaff. It is anti-chaff law. Yeah, anti-elf law. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that immolation, you don't want to be walking through that as an elf player. No, no, but, yeah. Yeah, well, to me, it seems a little lackluster. It's, it's not as good as it was, because of, you can't get the signature spell. Yeah, that's really the thing, isn't it? Yeah. Um... If you, if and you it has no it has no special rule, right? It, it doesn't have yeah, any like any no, sexy no attribute anymore. Ex sexy attribute. It was or... nice. The attribute was cool before. Yeah. Yeah. This is it's got worse, but it's still good. Uh, I don't know. I because many of the armies. Wait, 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 wait. Read it again. Pyroclastic flow. I know. Look at the ranges. I know the the rules are horrible on you. Oh, this is an range. awful law. Yeah, right now, like it used to be that when you increase the number of hits, you also increase the range. Now it's the opposite. If you increase the number of hits, you decrease the range. 
And um, well, that makes sense. Yeah, it's. Uh, I'm not sure. I'm. I'm not taking this law now. No, I'm not either. Because also, when you look at it, maybe I take it on the dragon mage because I can fly close. Maybe. And I can cast spells in combat. Maybe. Maybe. But. I don't know. The thing is, many of the armies that have access to this law also have access to alchemy, which does the same thing. I feel. A bit better. Quite a bit better. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I'm not sure about that one. Shamanism. Yeah. So this is about increasing uh, the fightiness of your units. Well, kind of. Well, not really. <laughs> well, yes. Yeah. It is, we have to say it, it is the law of wilderness. Wilderness. Almost 100% without change. Um, it's okay. It's not as good as it was because the of the magic missile things disappeared. Yeah, and the the attribute um, is now targeting the caster only. Close combat attacks against the target cannot wound on a bet on a five plus. Meh. Meh. My, my little elf wizard does not care. Made for beastmen. Sorry. Drink. Drink. Yeah. 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 You're right. Very, very, very good spell or ogres. on ogres or beastmen or yeah drink. What again? Fine. Uh, signature spell is basically unchanged. A little bit easier to cast, longer range. It's not as good. You can only get plus one strength or plus one toughness. You don't get both. Oh, you don't get both? No. That's pretty shit. But it's a six plus. Yeah, six plus or eight plus. Well, again, good with beast herbs. Or ogres. Or ogres. Uh, Swarm of Insects, the same. Great spell. Yeah, we like this one. War yeah. Machine Killer, yeah. easy. Three yeah. wounds every time. Does the trick. I like Savage Fury. I do like. I do too. But I've never seen anyone use it to its full potential. No. Like Tiger Games Frenzy, but everyone knows it. It's great. Uh, the old uh, Laura Tribute, which was the magical move stuff, is now moved into its own spell. Which can be either bubble for a 12 inch aura or single target within 18. This is a waste of time. I think the spell's rubbish. <sighs> 2d6 inches? It's not reliable because you, you roll 2d6. A magical move is like okay. Yeah. But. And it's straightforward, this. You can't do anything. Yeah. You have and, to get it straightforward. Yeah. But uh, I mean, it's like Beast Hurts running and stuff. I don't know. Yeah. I think it's I think it spells trash. Yeah. Take it out. Put put the other one back in with the shrimp ten. Yeah. This is yeah. yeah. Uh, amber spear's gone. Whatever it used to Amber spear drink. That used to be called amber spear. Yeah, in Games Workshop days. What is it called that? Spear of the Wild Hunt or something? I don't know, but it's definitely amber spear. Spear of Cronus. Drink. Jesus. <laughs> uh, next one, chilling howl. That's nice. Uh... It's it's for it's for beast herds. To so wound rolls against the target from shooting attacks, get minus one modifier. That's quite good if you're going against cannons when you've got lots of monsters, or if you have doom balls flying around. Right. That's alright. Yeah. yeah, it is, and it can be aura for ten plus. Twelve yeah. inch aura. Yeah, that's pretty good. Very beast herd synergetic. Look. Yeah, if you want to rush a gun line. Yeah. This yeah. is a fantastic spell. Yeah. Then we have number five, break the spirit. Like it's the old uh, curse of the wild, wild wood, exactly the same. Yeah. Nothing changed. Uh, 
Totemic Summon, number six. This is cool, but it's really shit. Yeah, it's cool, but it's garbage. 96-inch range. You <laughs> basically, you make a... Unless you're in the corner of the table, you can cast it anywhere on the board. Yeah. But you make you, you you basically spawn a spawn. Spawn spawn. And uh, and it has to be placed within either one inch or ten inch, depending on whether or not you cast the boosted version or not, of a board edge. And then you have a spawn with a breath weapon. This is awful spell. I mean it's it's okay. It's okay, but what in what situation? It's do you... a very fluffy one. In what, I think. In what situation do if you? Want if this? you're like, if you're the beast player and you're running at an empire player and he's like single column, single column, <laughs> and shooting shit to pieces as you come along, it's great to be able to summon a spawn to like cause havoc in the back line. I think yeah, this is this is brilliant. This is a brilliant law for Russian gun lines. Actually, yeah, it actually yeah, is. Yeah. You've got magical move, counter shooting. Uh, minus one to hit and uh, making shit yeah, behind yeah, the Yeah, you're right, and that's what that's probably what they're routed for, right? Yeah. Uh, you can get extra toughness for your units. You can, yeah, you're right. You can get frenzy. You can pull people out of position with that. Yeah, and it's it's also good for ogres. Let's not forget, like the signature for ogres is pretty damn important. Mm. Like the difference between going from strength four to strength five is massive. Yeah, yeah, it has its uses. It has a use. It's like very offensive. Like, yeah, like, you're gonna punch your opponent's dick. Yeah, it's like I'm gonna run across the board as fast as I can, and then I'm gonna put you on my dick. Yeah, make a <laughs> put you on my dick. <laughs> Never heard that one before. <laughs> what do you call like the figure at the end of the ship? In front of the, the ship, the figurehead. The figurehead. Yeah, I'm gonna make a, <laughs> make a... <laughs> make a figurehead. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, Christopher. How do you say this one? Thaumaturgy. I think it's thaumaturgy, but not bad. Whatever. <laughs> I don't know. It's this is the one we talked about where it's like the more you believe in your gods, like you get to cast like harvesting the faith of millions to do stuff. What? <laughs> well, this is the one. Like this is the one yeah. that's the most. Co- this is uh, according to the fluff. This is the most common law as it's used by the law of, uh, of Empire of Sornstyle and something else. It's the Warriors of the Dark Gods have it. Yeah. I think uh, the Dread Elves can use this and one of the cults can. Probably. Um, yeah. What else can use this? Yeah, I, I can't remember. But there's quite a few um, armies, races that can use this. And we like this law. This is a strong path. This is a strong path. It, it, it's right up there with one of the strongest. This is a little bit like the old... No, we're not going to say that. Um, yeah. But the the attribute is really nice. Well, it's not an attribute. It's it's uh, a the, rule. The special rule. Yeah, special rule for the law. Path. Path. Drink. Drink. You, said, you said it. But we should say that this path has no attribute, no trait spell, and no signature spell. So you play the hand you dealt, literally. Yeah. And the you probably the, want to take four four spells in this. Yeah, you want to you want to go max out Fuck. the spells in this one. Um. The special rule for the path is judgment on the high, and what it basically gives you is any any casting uh, attempt that with the magic dice resulting in a one must be rerolled. However, if you miscast with one of these spells, you count as having used an additional dice for casting attempt. Now, and as we know, blowing up <laughs> is very very fun. It's very 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 hard for your poor poor wizard. So um, we're all in those ones. You got to be careful. Yeah. One in six chance if you've got six on the table already. I mean, if you if you if you are throwing many dice on this law, 
you, it's going to go wrong at one point. But, but what I could say is if you've already rolled two sixes when you've rolled five dice, yeah. and you've got a one there, yeah. you may as well re-roll it and oh, try yeah. and get another six, oh, because yeah. why the fuck not? And, I mean, these spells are... These spells are good. Yeah. I mean, first one, missile, target surface, D6, strength, D6, hits. And 20 points range can be boosted. Five plus... Five plus can be boosted for a nine plus, which I think you should. You should do it every time. Yeah, if you can. And then you gain plus one to both rolls. So that's three dice. Yeah, but you do it because like the difference between like the average, it goes from three and a half per roll to four and a half per roll, which is huge. Yeah, it's very good. Depends what you're casting on. Well, I'd cast the boosted one every time. Yeah. Um, and then cleansing fire, give yourself a breath weapon or boost it and give it to a friend of yours within twenty-four. Nice. Nice. We, like. we know it. Seen it before. Yeah. Now, here we go. This is something new. Trial of Faith. You basically... It's a dig measurement contest. <laughs> dig you whip it out. Dig on the table. Dig on the table. <laughs> get the ruler. Get the ruler out. <laughs> get it sorted. Winner takes it in the ass. No, sorry. Loser. Loser, obviously. Takes it in the ass. It is basically uh, a good old one from Death, where you roll off, see... Who has the highest dick or not? Who has the highest dick? Whoever has the lesser dick in centimeters takes the difference in wounds. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? There's no, um, there's no modifier for leadership. Right. But it's roll off and take some wounds. Yeah. So, uh, very strong. Yeah, it's not very nice. strong spell. Like casino spell, obviously. Cast on a level plus, for 11 plus for 24 inches, but can potentially just win you, uh, like if you're playing as vampires, you cast this, and your uh, and your opponent's vampire general, and you get lucky. He's dead there yeah. on the floor. Yeah, eleven plus for a twenty-four inch range. Yeah. That's that's okay. Yeah, that's okay. You can roll it on three dice if you get plus two to cast. On what? On three dice. Yeah, yeah. If you've got cojones. Yeah. Yeah. But it is a dig measurement contest. Yeah, it's a dig measuring contest. So you've got to have a bit of balls, right? Yeah, right. Otherwise, it looks silly. Like small balls and big dick. Yeah, yeah. And and everyone knows that when you put your dick on the table, you get your balls in there as well, just to give you that extra bit, right? <laughs> the next spell, speaking in tongues of Christopher can control himself. Oh, yeah. The, the target cannot benefit from an inspiring presence. This is a good spell strong. on eight, on eight plus. Strong, extremely strong. And you know, two dice this bitch. We rolling yeah. once. It's gonna be it's gonna be slaves. Oh yeah. Oh, Vermin swarm slaves. Uh, strong spell. Lots of utility. Smite yeah. the unbeliever. Um, I don't know what to think about this one. If I'm honest, it's 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 really random. I think we can safely say that. It's First off, you roll, it's a hex with 24 inch range, cast only on an 11 plus. First off, you start with toughness. This is really good. Yeah, but it's random as fuck. Yeah. You start off with toughness, roll a dice. If it's a 4 plus, your opponents get minus 1 toughness. Then you keep rolling, and every time you roll the 4 plus, your opponent's toughness goes down by 1 until you no longer roll a 4 plus or until your opponent's on toughness 1. And then you do the same thing for strength. Roll a dice on a 4 plus, minus 1 strength. It's well, again, completely random. It's so random. On average, you'll wind up doing something like minus one strength or toughness, that's it. But, 
in the rare case you don't, <laughs> there's just be, win. There's going to be one time where someone casts this on like a Kadai. Yeah. <laughs> and just rip it to shreds with spearmen. He goes mongoloid mode. <laughs> just like goes like tiny little Kadai, like breathing like a fire, like. Yeah. <laughs> I just get stomped by an elf. <laughs> so it's, it's it's random, but it's it can be game winning. I mean, yeah. it, it really can. This is this has got to be like casino wise. This is the most casino spell there is. Yeah, I quite like that. It's called Smite the Unbeliever. It's like how good do you believe? Yeah, <laughs> on a four plus, on a four plus, on a four plus. This is like you gotta be you gotta be dice man. You gotta be ready to gamble everything. This like. is like uh, when we were in the bar with on after Giant Fanatic and Simon was getting really drunk and he, we had the sheep dice. Yeah, and he was going. On a four plus, we drink. Yeah. <laughs> we drink. On a six, we drink. Yeah. We drink. On a six, we drink. We drink. Because <laughs> obviously the sheep guys are broke as fuck. I know. They're fine. They're fine. Um, I'm sure we'll tell people before we <laughs> win with them. Wrath of God. This is Comet of Cassandora. Nothing yeah. more to say. Strong it, Law. The Call of the Comet. Drink. Fuck's sake. <laughs> We're out of bit. Oh, We're God damn it. Yeah, there was another one. You have one. to go to the fridge. No, there's one there. Okay. But yeah, strong law. Yeah. Uh, Damage law, bit random. Bit random. Uh, very fluffy, actually. Yeah, really cool. Considering that it's like, it's based on your faith, but who are you to judge my faith? Let the dice decide. Yeah. Kind of a thing. So how, And then there's yeah. the whole, like, slap the dig on the table. <laughs> Minor earthquake, if I'm doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Tremors in China. <laughs> 7.6 on the dictor scale. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> in the end, last and definitely least, I like this law. Bitchcraft. Bitchcraft. Um, <laughs> I, I think it's know. good. I think it's good. Evil Eye. This signature is, spell. Yeah, signature, number zero. No attribute, no special rules. No. I think this is a nice it's a nice uh, spell. The D3 movement is good because you can It's a hex. Yeah, you can limit with your with a lot of range. Say yeah. 36. Yeah, you can limit you on a six plus, it's quite easy to limit your opponent's yeah, it charge. Is. It actually is. And and the movement. Um but the I, what I don't like is that it's the minimum is three. Yeah. So if your movement five elf and I roll a six or five, you're only limited to three. Yeah. I don't think it's really worth it for a six plus. You're gonna roll two dice for it and the other part of it is the minus one initiative. And that's important. It can be. It can be, but it, it But it's situational, yeah. isn't it? Like the inability to control how much you get minus is is Yeah. It's better when it's D three. Yeah. The spell is it's good, but it's not it could be better. It's not very well written. Well, it's very. It, it's written obviously in 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 a ca- with a cautious principle at yeah. hand. Obviously, like they don't want they want it to be like three level ones making stasis fields for a unit that's just you're <laughs> never going to move and you're going to strike an initiative zero. Like yeah. this is a signature spell after all, right? So yeah. so like yeah. multiple effects of the same spell, yeah. they have to factor that in when they design the things that you don't only have access to the one spell. So I think that that's definitely the reason why it's limited to a minimum of three and only minus one initiative. Yeah, it's okay. It's good, but 
it's, it's, I think it's situational. For the mirror matchup, it's really good. And for me, that with my list... The Elven mirror matchup. Yeah, yeah this yeah. is really nice. But Elves can't take this apart from Dread Elves. It's the Dread Elves. Yeah, so it's nice for Dread Elves. I have no idea that, like, uh, Vampire Covenant has access to this law as well. Yeah. If they do stuff, I think, like, Necromancers might have access it's to it. Like, like the, the lore availability to Vampire Covenant is really 100% dependent on whatever character you have. Yeah. But you can choose, pick and choose really what you want. With and you're always going to choose Evocation because it's yeah. Yeah. pretty good. Just take what you want and then just take Evocation. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Deceptive Glamour, a 5 plus, that's quite nice. So three plus on one dice. It's, it's like divination, distracting and hard target. This is a divination spell, but no attribute. No attribute. It's only a five plus, and you can bubble it. I can you bubble the other one, right? Yeah, you do. Have to use loo. Yeah, I think this is quite good. Um, useful spell, but it's probably one of the best spells actually in the deck. But you have to roll for it, and there's some other spells that you might want as well. Um, Raven's wing. A six inch magical move. Probably don't care that much for this one. Or boosted to ten inch magical move. That's better, but I'm just not I'm just not casting this spell. I'm not choosing this spell to be honest. With all the other spells in here, if I'm picking this spell, I've rolled really badly or I haven't got any good targets for the other ones. The other ones are so much better. Twisted effigy. I think this is a fantastic spell. Um for a 7 plus, limiting um, a, sh- a shooting unit to half its range, that's that's really good. If, if you're playing Dread Elves, which is probably the, the army that's going to benefit from this the most, um, if, you can, if you can limit your opponent to shooting 12 inches with handgunners, or shooting a cannon 36, or uh, let me think something else, like elves that are shooting 15 inches and then they have to march or move to get into range for you that's that's fantastic that it really helps you control the board and that's so important when you're playing elves um the will of the wisp will over the wisp target gains random movement 2d6 strong very strong probably one of the best spells i think in 18 inch range lets it down yeah it does. Like the inability yeah. to cast it on war machines effectively. It's only an eight plus. But yeah, yeah, but and that's to due to the fact of the short range. If you could boost this to thirty six on a ten. Yeah, it would be too strong. Yeah, but I think I think we're still going to see these wizards flying around on Pegasuses and. If you can, if you can get the range, the broom, I mean the broomstick for the witchcraft. I think the the weird thing about witchcraft is that it's kind of a it's kind of a defensive like many of the spells are defensive in the sense like you reduce movement and whatnot you uh, meet half your opponent's shooting ranges and spell ranges and then then you have the random movement spell which is short ranged right so so it's actually it's actually a very defensive like reactionary spe- uh, law path sorry cheers <laughs> yeah you're right in that respect I think. Yeah, you have to kind of plan ahead, right? This is this is this is, in my opinion, one of the most defensive laws out there. Yeah. Pass again, sorry. <laughs> I knew it was a good idea to buy a crate of beer before we started this oh my podcast. God, man. Tumble into bed. <laughs> You're not going out tonight. Oh yeah, I am. 
but I'm let's just say I'm gonna hit the ground running when I get to the other. <laughs> hey guys, <laughs> dicks on the table. Quick in your house. <laughs> okay, next one. This is this is a spell that I think is really good. This is probably one of the best spells in this uh, path. Bewitching glare. Uh, the target gains stupidity, and every character in the unit gets a minus one leadership. Where where are you going to use this spell? Well, actually, well the 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 because um, I'm going to tell the you the stupidity test. I'm going to tell you. I'm I think, I think you, said it, you said it. You said it wrong because the stupidity test is minus one leadership per character in the unit. Yeah. So again, we have the counter Death Star reactionary yeah. defensive play. Yeah. I think witchcraft is made for dread elves. Yeah, that's exactly what I just said. Oh, you did. Okay. Yeah, uh, current. And and it's made for dread elves that want to play to the to the extent that it may be possible. Wink, wink. After the the release of any rules, to to play shooting, basically. If you wanna if you wanna play a lot of shooting, uh, this is this is definitely your law, I think. Yeah. Because it manipulates your opponent's movement so much. There are three spells that does this, or two at least. And then there's the range one for spells, which can be important. Yeah. Um. Have you told about number six spell yet? No, this is the worst named spell in the game. The wheel turns. <laughs> roll, turn the wheel. Roll, roll your boat. I don't even know. <laughs> turn the wheel. Uh, yeah, I guess it's talking about like the wheel of fate. Or this one or... is a weird spell. It's yeah. a hex, and this is. This before we start, go back to the stupidity. Like I'm going to use this spell. To cast stupidity on low leadership chat units. Hashtag Vermin Swarm, Leadership Seven, stupid poison rats coming on my backfield, fucking up my plans. Yeah. You take a leadership test on seven, then I'm gonna fuck you in the ass. But if you had, let's say, pyroclasm, you could just vaporize the unit of retarded rats coming on there and force them on a panic check for the same casting cost. Just saying. Yeah, yeah, maybe you're right. Yeah, okay, fair. Yeah, the Death Star ability is, is much better. Yeah, it's like, this is like, if your opponent is rushing at you with all his characters in the unit, it's fine, they're going to be retarded as fuck. Do you, do you stop the spell if I cast it on your knights, leadership 7? It's a remains in play spell, so it's very, very brave not to. Yeah. you got to be within your general's leadership test. Leadership bubble. Yeah, well, even if I'm leadership 10, let's say I have three characters in the unit, that's not unrealistic. Yeah. That's leadership 7 test. Do I want to risk that for a remains in play spell? And if you have a wizard, can't have spells. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> <laughs> Too busy drooling. <laughs> so, that's a, that's a strong spell, not least because of the range. I think... I think this unit is... Well, this path is going to be really tricky to use. Yeah. Really you, tricky. You have to have build your list around this. Build your list around it, and... I mean, you have to time it perfectly so that you have the right amount of, of maneuverability threat spells to cast at the same time so your opponent cannot just say, well, I'm going to stop the random movement spell because, you know, that's the only one you're going to be able to cast this turn. Yeah. That's a bad example, but that's the one that has the, the, the worst range. I think right? if you have a really good magic phase with this lore, like a double six phase, you're going to fuck some opponents up. Because you can cast so many spells and they're quite low. Again, but this this is a law that is path. Whatever, I'm not drinking anymore. This is a path. Come on, play the game. How much are you done? I have no idea. But you've done. I've done. Some. Well, this is a path you take. 
to play defensively. And if you can't play defensively with this law, then you're fucked. Yeah. You, it's a bit of an avoidance law, I would yeah. say. Yeah, 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 100%. Like, yeah, yeah, actually, it's amazing with, uh, uh, with an MSU style of play. Kind of. Well, not perfect, but it's good. Because you can also magical move stuff. Yeah, I don't really like that six inches from there. You can boost it to ten. Okay. If it's skirmishing, yeah, it could be good. Yeah, that's okay. Um, the wheel turns. This is a shit spell. Yeah. Oh yeah. Cast an uh, so range twenty four, ten plus, rank and file models in the target unit will successfully roll to hit and wound on a four plus with their close combat attacks, regardless of weapon skill, strength, and toughness. Apply this before any other modifiers. Now, I thought when I read this that this was. Um, uh, augment augment spell it's yeah. not <laughs> yeah so it's a hex I don't really understand the use for this maybe if you're fighting if you're a vampire player and you have skeletons or zombies or yeah. something well, shit any, well it doesn't have to be shit but it has to be glass yeah shit or glass shit glass shit <laughs> glass it's a glass yeah, it doesn't work <laughs> no but if you have uh the crazy woman from Dread Elves that are in core that I can or, or, uh, blades and that. Yeah, those. Boom. Boom. Uh, if you have those, it's a great thing to cut. If you have a big unit of those, cast that spell on uh, on your opponent's unit that they're fighting, and you will actually survive quite a lot. But their weapons go five, four. Whoops, four. Or okay. maybe they're five now. I've actually. I think, they're, I think they're maybe four. But they were four, and then they were five, and they might be four or five now. No one. Okay, knows. like. If you're fighting an elite unit, which is weapon score 5 or strength 4, this is a great spell to cast. But yeah. if you're not, I mean, I, I don't it know. It would be better if it could be either. Yeah, and it's lower casting value. No, well, 10 is fine, because if you could, if you had the ability to cast it both on your own unit and your opponent's unit, yeah. it would be an amazing combat buff for this, say. This should be in cosmology, right? Uh, no, I think it's fine in witchcraft. I think it should be like either, because like drink this, and it's like you get you have this effect regardless of whether you are drink this much of the drink. <laughs> yes, exactly, right. Come to my magical yeah. sugar house and eat the walls and the furniture. <laughs> that sounds like Herbert the pervert more than anything. Herbert the pervert. <laughs> Is that something Danish? It's like the guy from Simpsons. <laughs> Always had a crush on the newspaper boy. Is that Family Guy? Family Guy. Fuck. Is that his name? Is Herbert? Herbert the Pervert, isn't it? I'm pretty sure it is. Is it? I don't know. Anyway, um, yeah, it's okay. But maybe you cast it if it's like a monster, then you get wounds on a four plus for the what's it called, the thunderstorms. No, because this says close combat attacks. Oh, that's special attacks, right? Yeah, they are. Yeah. I don't think I just don't see the use for it that much. I think again, like I said, this is the last law and it's the least law. I wouldn't use it. I think any other law could do something better than that. Yeah, there's better laws. So that that brings us to the end of of the ten paths of magic.
Christopher, what's your overall thoughts on the ten paths of magic? I love it. 100%. Yeah, me too. It's a, it's an interesting change. It's, it's a big change. It's a big change. I like it. No more of the bullshit insta-win spells. Yeah, the, the, the spells that are there, they're not... Even the death snipes, you can cast them, and there's still a random element. You're not going to cast one spell and win the game. Right. And, and I like that. I also like that you don't play the game first turn of the game. You roll three dice for a spell. You roll triple six because it happens. Yeah. Your wizard just decides to go kaboom. Yeah. Takes half the unit with. I, I play Kingdom of Equitain. The miscast is what I fear the most in the magic phase. Like, never mind. If like if I get a spell through, yes. If I don't, never mind. But if I miscast, fuck. Yeah. Right? So and The miscast isn't that bad now. Unless you roll lots of dice. If you roll lots of dice and you're hiding in your rank unit, then you're going to get fucked. Yeah. But outside of that, you can play around it. I think it opens up a lot more single model flying mages, which is fluffy as fuck. I mean, yeah, right? wizard on the Pegasus, right? Yeah, yeah. that's gonna be fun to see. I'm gonna probably convert some wizards now for to flying characters. It's gonna be a nice little project for me. Yeah, just to avoid the miscast, really. Isn't yeah, it? yeah, yeah. Maximum three wounds. If you're like a Pegasus or eagle, or yeah, something like that, something right? Like that unicorn. No, I mean, uh, I think. Comparing the fluff to the spells that are in, in each law, I think it makes a sense. I think there's a there's a theme to each path. Yeah, that's it's really nice, and you can kind of see that. Yeah. Like the thaumaturgy one with all the randomness. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, and the divination with all the inspiration, the stubborn, yeah. the better leadership, yeah. the 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 exorcism, the yeah. banishment of demons, and the cosmology with like the random kind of like the, op, the of duality of yeah. life, yin and yang yeah, kind yeah. of thing. It's quite cool. It's uh, an evocation is, is I think, uh, also just generally, not necessarily a very fluffy law, but a very powerful one. Yeah. Well, that's kind of fluffy in itself, like, yeah. I think that's Manipulating cool. spirits and too. with the witchcraft being, like, manipulating people's mind and... Yeah, playing the, playing the avoidance, like, I'm here, but I'm not here. Yeah. And, and, like, the whole Machiavellian theme that's actually yeah. to the witchcraft is, is quite is, cool. Is, it? it is cool. It needs, it needs work, I think. Yeah. But it's a very good basis. It's a very good basis to develop from. The yeah. only law that I wasn't super excited about is the um, I think it was uh, occultism. occultism. Yeah. yeah. Occultism doesn't it doesn't do it for me. It's fluffy. I think but it's, it's not good enough. It's simply too one sided. Yeah. We don't like it that much. It doesn't do it. It has demon prints written all over it. Yeah. I think. Like yeah, demon yeah. prints or vermin demon or whatever they're called now. I don't think the vermin demon can take this I'm one. pretty sure they can't. I think like the Vermin Demon exactly can take this one. Maybe it's good for the Vermin Demon then. It's good. It's good for like single, single model demon character. Fight. Yeah, and I think that's too one-sided to have one tenth of all magic focused around that. Yeah. If I'm honest. Yeah, I'd like to see a bit more general. Like it, the spells that can cast on casters. Like just boost it for one or two extra points and allow it for the unit. Yeah, especially and then and then add the soul thirst element, the the special rule where you sacrifice uh, models. Make that so that it's for all the all the spells. Yeah, not just two or three. Yeah, this is what should really distinguish occultism is that it's powerful spells, but you're carving up your own dudes to make it happen. It's yeah. blood magic, right? Yeah, exactly. So why only have one of them or two of them have it? Three yeah. of them out of seven. It doesn't it make sense. It could be really cool. Yeah, tweak it, so and it'll be perfect. Yeah. And making sure it's available to all armies that because I will never take this in a Dread Elf army because it, it, it's much better for 
Like Demon Prince, it's much more better for Skaven because they have lots of cheap dudes they can cap to pieces. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, you can definitely see it on a Skaven. Yeah, right? Skaven and Demon Prince. Okay, we're both Skaven. We drink. We drink. And on that note, cheers. Yeah, cheers. I don't have a drink right now, but I'll go and get one from the fridge in a second. Mm. Um, yeah, so we talked a little bit before about um, combos and what you're going to take. We talked about how uh, alchemy and pyromancy are going to combo really well. Yeah. Are there any other really good combos that you've seen off the bat? <sighs> cosmology? In general? Yeah. I think cosmology mixed with witchcraft could be fun. Because you get lots of uh, negatives. Because Ooh. you have the signature with the initiative and then the weapon skill and then the strength. Yeah. I'd rather just have double more cosmology. cosmology. Yeah. I think uh, divination is solid still. I mean, multiple casters with divination. Like the conclave rule that adds three inches to the range of the spells yeah. if they're within 12 inches of another. It's much more balanced than before, right? It is, it is. It's a lot more balanced than before, but it's also it's also very, very strong because this a lot of these spells can be auraed. Mm. So the auras become massive all of yeah. a sudden. Twelve inch range if you've got three guys. Right. So you've got two three level twos. Yeah. That's plus nine. Three oh sorry, plus six for each caster. Yeah. That takes all the ranges to twenty four and all the aura spells to twelve. That's plus three. Yeah. So per 12. wizard. Yeah, but so if you cast her then you have plus two. Yeah, so that's plus so, six. Yeah, so to the aura spells. Yeah. Twelve inch aura bubbles are pretty strong. Yeah, yeah, twenty four inch yeah. bubble, right? Yeah, that's good. I mean, what's what's your what's your favorite law? Well, it's still gonna be cosmology, just because it's so complex. There are so many rules, there's so many combinations, there are so many effects to keep change, to keep uh, track of. Yeah. There are so many, so many of the spells can be used in different ways. So you, I think, what we will see are either a couple of mid-level mages or one really big one. Like one level four. In cosmology? With, no, like generally, generally in the army. So I don't think we're going to see that many wizards necessarily. I think, I think you're going to see one wizard on a flying cavalry, which is a high level wizard, and then the squirrel caddy. Do you think you're going to see a squirrel caddy still? I don't. I, for my part, I've been playing King of Equitain, and most of my. If, if, if I do, and it's rare, but if I include a level four, she gets the squirrel. Because if I have a level four, I only have one. Uh, wizard master, and if I'm casting spells with something with another wizard that's not the master, then I'm missing out on a plus one to cast. Yeah. So from a like a economical maximization yeah. kind of utility, whatever, blah blah blah, it's better to cast the most spells with the ones that's the most effective. Yeah. Which would be your master. So I always put the scroll on the master, and a law such as cosmology is amazing for a wizard master because you yeah. still have the signature. So you, you can alter, alter your spell choices, and any doubles, you get to choose the ones that have the real duality to them. Yeah. The real duality, the the ones like number six, where you either get five plus war save, and, or give opponents strength three hits, and touch of the heart, where you recover a wound or give a wound, and um, also, to an extent, uh, perception of strength and ice and fire. There, there are many... There are oh, three three spells about three or four spells that are really really dual in purpose, and those are the spells you aim for. And obviously, having a higher level means a higher chance of getting those spells. Yeah, cosmology is by far 
the most interesting of the laws. Mm. Uh, also, the one that's probably the least available. Yeah, it seems that only the elves and the Saurians can get it, I think. Yeah. So. Maybe, well, yeah, the Nosferatu one can get Nosferatu. it as well. Nosferatu. Cool. That'll be, I don't think it's that good for, for the undead. Maybe not. It gives them something else. The range on this law is, however, one something that should be noted. Yeah, it is 18, 18 inches. Yeah. So the damage spells, you need to get close. But I can definitely see uh, elves running like a unicorn or slash a, yeah. uh, a, a, a warhawk, uh, sorry, uh, eagle. Uh, eagle. My my initial reaction is to go with a unicorn level 4 yeah. or whatever equivalent is now mm -hmm. um, with cosmology or with druidism. Mm. Druidism being very strong also. Yeah. I mean, overall, I think it's I think they really, really, really improved. Yeah, it's um, definitely an improvement. Absolutely, I love it. I mean, the the there are so many new combinations, not even including the upcoming changes to army books and whatnot. Yeah, I mean, the, this in and of itself changes much of the meta. I mean, the the, the light council empire it's gone. It's dead. Yeah, it's dead. Yeah, no more banishment. No more banishment spam. Yeah, well, it's there, but in a much fairer and more fun version. Like the playing against a vermin swarm who just try to get yourself engaged with the plague monks and then cast mind razor. Yeah. I mean, it's gone. Sorry, Jonas. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Jonas. Not sorry. Yeah. Hashtag not sorry. Hashtag not sorry. So that those those kind of uh, cheeky one-offs are gone. Yeah. I mean, my my tournament list that I just Danish champion. This one, then Danish uh, biggest tournament in Denmark, uh, biggest tournament in Scandinavia. Hashtag swing the dick. <laughs> that that list is. That list is gone now. I don't know what Do law. No, the list is still there. That's what I mean. But I mean, I've seen the Sylvanoff book, and the list is not there anymore. <laughs> but um, it's. I don't know what. I don't know what path I would use. I would probably choose cosmology, or the other one that gives minus weapon skill or initiative or something like that. Is there another one? I can't remember. Is it? Uh, that must be. That must I be. can't remember what are the laws the Sylvanovs can use. I think it's divination. Yeah, but that gives you like distracting and hard time. Yeah, I think I would choose either divination or cosmology for my list. Coming at this from uh, King of Equitain's position, uh, you or perspective, you you wanna you wanna run, I think, either very elite army. With knights, like like we're talking, a lot of points in grail knights and characters, yeah, and, and then druidism, or you run a more like the flying circus slash balanced approach, and you go with double divination. I don't see me myself using shamanism because I don't like the first of all the lore tribute. It's quite good for you guys. They're rushing the gun line. Yes, I think this is it's quite built for ETC lists actually, isn't it? When you think about it, because they do very oh, yeah. specific things. But I think much of the like with the upcoming changes that it is known to everyone, with the more well-rounded armies with the less extreme, with the more extreme builds being more restricted, I think we'll see that rushing gun lines become less important. So, I'm not too sure that you have to build ECC lists, for instance, which are, which sole purpose are to to counter ECC lists. I think that uh, that when you when you also because of the lesser availability of Paths of magic to each army. I mean, an average. I think an army should have two or three 
I think it's three, closer to three, available paths. I think we'll see people thinking the synergy into the army less, more so than before, where I think a lot of people saw, like, I know the Thundercocks guys coined the term the Swizzard. I listened to the podcast and they talk about how you add in the wizard whose purpose is to do what the rest of the army can't. So I think we'll see people trying to think in magic synergy to their army much more uh, based on the, on the available laws. Yeah, um, you're definitely right there. Um, I think what we're going to do now is uh, wrap it up. And uh, hopefully this has given you a good idea of what magic pass and the spells there are. If you want to see what uh, paths and, uh, are available to your army, just go to the Saucy Inn on the Ninth Age Forum, where, uh, I don't remember who it is, but he's so posted... Gilardus or Gil... Gilardus? Gilardus? Yeah. Well, he... Marco. He has made available um, the, the different... The, he, has, he has in a post shown what, what uh, paths will be available to what armies. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, you can also um, wait until Tuesday and then all the information will be out for yourself. We will be doing, or at least recording, uh, another episode on all the elf books on Sunday, and hopefully that will be released uh, before the release, either Monday or Tuesday, if I can get it done in time. So stay tuned for that. Um, anything else? Yeah, on, a, on the last final note, I would like to say that the new changes are probably going to divide people, not so much for magic, but... Uh, but I think it's important to note that everyone should consider this as, as any improvement, any change is preferred to no change because it levels the playing field. Like even every time you reset the meta, you give new players a better chance of entering the tournament scene. Like every time there's no meta it, and the more restricted the extreme builds become, the more available the game becomes to everyone, even though it's very complex at the moment, which I think we'll talk about at another time. Yeah, um, that's, a, that's probably episode 17. Yeah, episode 17, the lack of streamlining. <laughs> yeah, oh my days, where do you even begin with that? Cosmology. <sighs> my, I, I had to, I was reading it on the way to, on the way to work on the on my bike, and I was just reading it on my phone, and I was like, what the, how, like, what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there are definitely challenges ahead, but I want everyone to keep an open mind and to not try to judge anything until you played hardly, it. Until you've tried it. Yeah, we, we we don't have any idea. We think it looks good, and we think it looks fun. And always remember that even though your army might have lost access to certain paths, other armies have too. Yeah. Other it's, armies have too. It's the the, the, the highborn elves three three paths on the mages. Yeah. So think about that before you pass in judgment saying, oh, my army has lost all its combat potential or, oh my god, I can't do my shooting wizard whatever anymore. It, it, it doesn't quite work like that because everything's new. Everything's new, everything's different. Try it out, see if it works, and then pass it down. Spell. I think it's number six spell from cosmology. Which one is that? 
That is the one that gives you either five plus ward save or every single model in the opponent's unit. Okay, we'll, pl we'll, play, we'll play a game. You have to read your favourite spell, the fluff, in a funny voice. Okay. Give it to me. Oh, you got an easy one. That's what I mean. What, what's the voice going to be? Who's the voice going to be of? The cosmologist. Who the fuck is a cosmologist? Like working in a makeup store. <laughs> That's a cosmeticist. <laughs> okay, do it in the voice of someone who works in a makeup store. So, the mage held the ship together with one hand and while the other tore shots from the hole. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, I don't know what my favourite spell was. Um, then that's the. I'm going to only do the dick measurer. <laughs> oh yeah. What what's, what uh, what uh, voice should I do it in? German. German. The Germans. <laughs> the Germans. My friend, pharmacology is a trial of belief. If you believe, then Sona will grant you not only her protection, but will destroy the enemies too. And no one can stand the will of Sona. <laughs> 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 <laughs>